Hey everyone, and welcome to West New York Brews. My name is Scott. I'm a home brewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. And on this episode, we have Rudy from Thin Man Brewery, and we go through four increasingly stronger beers. Hey everyone, once again, this is West New York Brews. My name is Scott, and today we are joined by Rudy Watkins from uh, Thin Man. And we try four different beers on this episode of increasing strength and talk about Thin Man in particular and price points on beer. And at the end, we kind of go into some of the worst beers we've ever had. I want to warn you first that um, I did my best to to censor any swear words in this, but at two and a half hours, I'm not going to make any guarantees. So there may be one or two that slip through. So be aware if you if you normally listen in the car with, with younger people uh, with you. I will let you know before we start that we are a member of the Hopped Up Network. It's a network of regional independent beer podcasts. You can find them at hoppedupnetwork.com. You can find all of our content at Buffalo Beer League. Dot com And the podcast lives there at buffalobeerleague.com forward slash WNY Brews. There's lots of good content on there. Uh, anything Buffalo Beer related, you're going to find breaking on buffalobeerleague.com. So without further ado, let's get into this interview with Rudy and the guys from the Buffalo Beer League. And I will talk to you afterwards. Uh, so before we actually start going, uh, Scott... Yeah. I am I am kettle souring in my robo brew right now. Oh, very nice. Uh, How long uh, it holds the temperature and everything quite nicely for that duration? Yeah, I do it for days. Uh, I haven't I haven't pitched my uh, my bugs yet, but this is what yeah. I'm going to be pitching. Nice. Where'd you get that from? Good question. Uh, Aldi. <laughs> I've used those good belly shots. I got yeah, me with. too. But I'm trying not to go shopping. So whatever they had at Aldi. Rudy, I'm doing a kettle sour right now. I'm about to dump this in. Nice. Um, I've had good success, and Sean at Bolton Landings had really good success with uh, Siggy's Yogurt, um, yeah. which I know is at the co-op. I will write it down. As a source for lacto. Yeah, interesting. How do you put yogurt into a beer without it becoming like a creamy, disgusting mess? Well, I mean, so you you drop the temperature down to 100 degrees or whatever, and then you you stir the yogurt in, you let it sour, and then you boil it off. But it's definitely very at that point. See if I can fix this. It kind of melts down. I'd be worried about the fats in the yogurt. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to have great head retention or anything like that, but it'll get you sour. That's what you're looking for. This is the green alcohol talk all all over again. Yeah. It'll get you there. Well, Rudy, we were going to have you walk us through that uh, that that the four pack of beers. All right, that works for me. It's relatively easy and nice, all low alcohol beers. Yeah, we'll be okay oh, yeah. on that. Uh, I mean, nice. What 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 is uh what is the, the Jenkins coming at a nice low what eleven point seven? I think it was eleven seven, eleven four, something like that. Whatever the can says, believe the can more than believe me. <laughs> I was having a talk with uh, 
with our head of sales. He was trying to set something up and he's like, how strong is this beer? And I'm like, I ask untapped. I don't really know. Um, I figure out what it is. It gets entered on untapped and then I forget. I don't, I don't remember. That's uh, untapped is uh, that, that's what it's good for a repository. As long as you don't yes. read the reviews. Yeah. yeah. Stay out of the comment section. Just as always kind of a general rule of thumb for life. I feel like by the default, untapped general. is a comment section. Not Has anybody comment. heard from Mark? I mean, where is he? I don't know. Last I saw, he was drinking that uh, community beer works beer. Let me uh, let me shoot him a message. Little Frank. Little side. Little side beer. Good. Yeah. You know, in, ca- in case these thin man beers aren't up to aren't up to snuff. They're often oh. not. It happens. Ouch. Where is it? <laughs> I mean, over here. But... That's over here. So yeah, who else? I know you guys have had Bobby on this a few times. Who else is uh, has done this stuff? We did what Ethan was on week one. Bobby, we had Matt um, and Jeff and Jeff. From, yeah, and Jeff. Matt, nice. and Jeff. And Jeff Ware. Nice. We're working our way around the there he is. the beer scene. Wow, there he is. There he is. Hey. hey. I was running the mixer for a minute, so sorry if that's that will not go on the whole time. What's going on? Running the mixer? Running the mixer? Becca's making some baking again. It just, it adds character. Yeah, gives you some background noise. We lost our host. Is it, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing uh, strange about that. Scott disappears all, all the time. Yeah. I'll disappear for like a half hour at some point tonight. It'll be fine. <laughs> We're used to that in real life, Rudy. So it'll be I know, fine. I know. We'll just keep going, though. Yeah, we'll just keep <laughs> run away. <laughs> pop, pop in, pop back in. We'll good be here. We'll just run with stories from. This is very. Keep, did you tell Rudy this is a very formal? It's the best time to talk about you is when you're not here. Okay. Yeah, you keep the clever banter going. Nobody even notices. Like C-SPAN. <laughs> yeah. So we were st- all starting with a wombat. Oh yeah, uh, that seems to be the the decision. Yeah. Mark's here. Hello, Scott. Hey, I'm sorry. Oh, guys. This is some very nice wine. This is a nice batch. This was of canned wine. yesterday. Canned? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's it's super old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we can't get stuff today. Come on. No. What the hell? Really? You know, the complaint would be. It's <laughs> sorry. I didn't. I didn't want to spend like two and a half hours setting up the line and two and a half hours breaking down the line to do like a six pack. So. Yeah. If if this wasn't brewed tomorrow, it's it's old. So. We were joking earlier yes, about a miscommunication we had about uh, picking up beers, and uh, uh, we were talking about a new beer, and we're like, "Oh, that came out last week." I was, and, and, and the the thing of it was, it's like, "Oh yeah, I guess it's okay to pick up a beer on a day other than the first day it comes out." Yeah. I guess that's still okay. <laughs> it's all right yeah. if you have to. Yeah, but yeah, if we have to. Now, These are unique times. I I am going to be very disappointed if. Places do not continue sort of like pre-orders and scheduling pickups. I think that's here to stay. I really do. I think we've gotten spoiled with it. And I, I, yeah. I mean, it makes it a lot easier for us. Uh, I'm sure delivery will go away at some point because that's, uh, you know, that's definitely well outside the the normal legal ability. (laughs) But um, I think that, that pickups and scheduling is is here to stay. It makes things a whole lot easier. Yeah, and we can yeah. say like, cool, we know we pre-sold X number of cases. Yeah. We can offer the rest out to the world. 
Yeah. Do you see that like expanding? Like the way they make video games as an example now is like they'll do pre-orders like six months before the game is even out, you know, as a gauge of how much interest is even in this thing. You see that's like something like that starting to happen. Like, oh, a pre-order for a beer that's coming out in a month or two weeks or three weeks or something like that. I don't know. I mean, there might be something like that for like some super hype breweries. Like I feel like if, Trillium was like, hey, would you be interested in buying a maple bourbon barrel age, blah, 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 blah. Right. I think they could pre-sell it like that. I think if I was like, hey, I know there's going to be like 295 different IPAs that come out before this one in November, but uh, if you want to buy this, the 296th new <laughs> IPA in advance, that would be great for me. I don't see that happening. That's going to be the best one, 296. It is. Yeah, it, it really is. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Hold me Rudy, to that. I, I know because um, when – when like resurgence started doing like hot mule, I thought yeah. it's it seemed just like a no brainer. But I remember Jeff telling me once like the only problem with it is like they might not get the quantities, you know, on Thursday that they think on Monday, and then you've pre sold cases, and then all these people are pissed because maybe you know your your sort of like your allotment isn't as high or something like that. Like that's really I mean, that's an issue. Yeah, I mean. It, it, it depends. We have a general idea, certainly, of what's going to happen. You know, if I brew a full batch of something at, uh, at Chandler Elmwood, in general, I know how much I'm going to yield. Yeah. Um, but for some of this stuff that we're going to try tonight, a lot of these were brewed actually specifically to go into barrels. So mm-hmm. a lot of these were like, all right, cool, I'm going to fill four bourbon barrels with the Adam beer. And then my math tells me I should have somewhere around 30 cases left that's not going into barrels. Um, but it, you know, it'd been the first time I'd tried to be that precise. So I was usually within like five ish cases. Um, but you know, if you say like there's new beer, I'm dry hopping at a different rate or I'm using a different fruit or whatever you're doing, it increases the unknowns. So yeah, I don't know. We've, we haven't been, our launches have been a little under the radar. Um, but that's only because we haven't been announcing stuff until it's already in cans. Mm-hmm. And then once it's in cans, we're like, Fuck, we need to sell it right now. Yeah. Um, so that's, I don't know, that's us. Oh, just wanted to show everybody's shirt. I'm just trying to stay on brand. So. No, I, I just, appreciate I, it. I went with the Sleeping Beauty. Okay. All right. Well, I'm trying. I, I love the I blue. I got the blue version. Mm. I want to explain at the beginning of the day. So. I know. Yeah, that, like. Yeah, just re- when I put it on this morning, it reminded me of just like another thing that's not going to happen. Yeah, so so Scott, uh, Rudy, Scott, say that. a good question. Have you have you guys had internal discussions about uh, so- the summer solstice and the, what's going to happen? It's not going to happen. I mean, there's no way. I'd be shocked at this point if there were, you know, if there was anything happening for an Oktoberfest or a Christmas party or anything like that. It seems like um, very sad. the groups which are very organized, be they, you know, like, concerts or, or or things like that are basically saying like yeah no it's entirely canceled um for the rest of the year especially if you look outside the u.s they're like don't expect to see live music until 2021 yeah so you know, if, if other areas are doing that that seems like a pretty reasonable thing to expect to happen mm-hmm. you know maybe and, and like an event like the Oktoberfest or the the solstice party i feel like it doesn't make sense to be like we're only going to sell we're going to shut down the street but we're only going to sell 100 tickets like part of the yeah. I'm game. I'll be there. <laughs> We've always been VIP. Always. Only a thousand dollars for a VIP ticket this year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Super exclusive. But, you know, we'll, like we'll do a fourth anniversary beer and all that kind of stuff, but the parties are just not. Yeah. I can't imagine the parties happening. That's so, very yeah. upsetting to hear. Yeah. 
Yeah, we were in my me and Sarah were supposed to go to Oktoberfest in Munich this year, and that obviously is not uh, not going to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of bummed. I was uh, a band I really love, uh, Einstein the Neubot, and just released a new album on Friday, and uh, they had a European tour scheduled, and they were going to be in Munich the weekend, like two days before Oktoberfest. So yeah. I was desperately emailing friends in the brewing industry, trying to set up a collaboration somewhere oh. in Germany. So we I would have been there that weekend ticket too. to get there and then be like, cool, we, now I get to go to Oktoberfest and I get to go see this band. But that would have been pretty badass because we, we would have been there that weekend if we could have right. met up over there. That yeah, that we would have had good. a reasonable amount of beer together <laughs> and gone to bed at a reasonable time and it would have been all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that, a reasonable amount of beer. Yes. We only would have had five beers. It would have been leaders. Leaders, beers, it's all the same. So, yeah, I mean, is there, is there a format for this? Are we just hanging out talking? Are we, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty terrible interviewers. I'm a podcast host. This is how I an was... interview for, uh, for a job at Finman usually goes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, in like 2008, uh, I was in Germany for school. I was going to UB uh, School of Architecture and Planning for a master's in urban planning. And... Um, we did a two week study abroad in Stuttgart, Germany, and it was awesome. It was super fun. I spent a bunch of time in Belgium and France before that. And I drank a bunch of amazing beer in Belgium. Um, but in Germany, like it's all, all the beer was great, but it was all like super like 5%, whatever. Mm -hmm. At that point, I'm sure I was just drinking all the Imperial stouts and all the barley wines and everything <laughs> I could possibly get my hands on. So I just, I could drink forever and not get drunk. And we were hanging out at this bar one night with a bunch of the students from the, Stuttgart school and uh I had like six liters of beer or something like that and I felt fine and I hadn't I hadn't smoked in like 10 years before that and then one of the one of the other students was like oh you want a cigarette I was like yeah sure whatever and we went outside and I took one drag on the cigarette and I was drunker than I'd been in my entire life <laughs> I have no idea what happened but I was just like oh fuck I drank six liters of beer oh god oh, this is so bad anyhow that's my liters of beer thought <laughs> I'm looking for, um, yeah, I'm looking for the, the theme song so I could, I could start this off legit, but we just oh. have to pretend that the theme song is there. The Thin song. Man theme song? That would be awesome. Does Thin Man have a theme song? It's, uh, it's the Wheel of Fortune theme song. I can make that happen. Oh, that's, that's the price is right. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Price is Right theme song. Yeah. I know my own theme song. It's all good. So I just what, got, what, I just got Bloody Marys and Mojitos dropped off. Oh, nice. Good. So it's that As kind of do. party. I didn't know yeah. it was that kind of party. I'm though. not drinking them tonight. No. You say <laughs> that now. You say now. <laughs> now, if we just keep going until like 9 a.m. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what Sober Bart says right now. We're not having Mojitos and Bloody Marys. So what's it? What's it look like brewing right now at Thin Man? Your your um, normal output versus right now? Um, right now we are we're cranking again. So when this all first started to go down, we kind of went into into panic mode, uh, and and our sales kind of reflected that. We didn't have much in the way of sales for that first three weeks, um, but at this point, we can't keep stuff in stock, which is both wonderful and and terrible. So. 
we've been brewing three times a week over at Chandler. We've been brewing twice a week over at Elmwood and just getting as much as we can out. Um, and that's normal longer at this point to package stuff because we went right. from, you know, 60% in cans, 40% in kegs to hundred percent in cans. And that certainly adds time to the process where we could have done, you know, that portion that went to kegs could have been done in three hours. Now it's taken seven uh, okay. hours or six hours or something like that. But we're very lucky in that we're able to sell everything we can brew at this point right yeah. now. But tomorrow might be totally different. You know, sure. sales dropped off by like 70% for three weeks and now sales have spiked through the roof. So I don't so know. If, what, if I, I show up with, the, if I show up with the corny, are you filling cornies at all? I don't have hoses to fill cornies right now. All right. Um, in a couple weeks I might be able to, but right now I'm not, but I can definitely get you a, a Sankey keg. Yeah. I know that's not helpful, but no, it is. Uh, I mean, I it, it certainly is set up for it right now. I had a question on Twitter. Somebody asked me today and that was, that was my answer. Like, just go get yourself a six still from somebody. They're all selling right now. Yeah. Everyone's selling right now. It's just like, it doesn't seem like a lot of time, but like the half hour it would take to set that up and break that down is yeah. just too much to deal with at the moment when we're like, just struggling to fill cans. Yeah. Unfortunately. But six with Spanky's happy to sell. Happy to. Rudy, what's the breakdown between sort of can sales at the brewery versus, you know, Wegmans, whatever. Dash? I mean, the, the brewery is uh, the amount of the can sales at the brewery are infinitesimal compared to, to what goes out in the world. You yeah. know, so right mm -hmm. now we're sending throughout New York state, we're sending to Jersey, we're sending to Virginia uh virginia dc we're sending to florida for the first time next week oh wow and then pennsylvania and ohio so i mean nice in terms of in-house sales making it up but if it's if it's two percent that would be amazing oh, but really? you know it's like on tuesday we filled 895 cases of minky boodle and like 30 of those will be in-house and the rest are already sold out in the world so it's just trying to keep those people happy right now yeah. i'd love to get more uh, people selling stuff in the, to come to the brewery but it's a, you've had a lot of uh, a small you've had a lot of small batch beers coming out lately are those being sold mostly local the small batch beers are pretty much entirely local um we've got a little bit of it's the double helix I know. I know. We're gonna we're gonna drink some of tonight. Yes. Um, we've got some of that going to. I think our distributor in Erie, PA, picked that up. But like that was like I was saying earlier, that was something that was brewed for barrels. So we filled four bourbon barrels with that. Excuse me. And um, just the remainder got canned up. So if we got forty cases of that, that's what we got on that. But the small batch beer is always brewed on Elmwood, um, and typically pretty much in house. A little bit gets out in the world, but not a lot. So through this, so through this whole thing, obviously that's happening. Have you seen? Have you guys primarily focused more on the small batch series because you can brew it, can it, and then get it out of the house? Or obviously, you have a focus on the core beers too. Yeah, we're trying to fire truck just went by. Uh, we're trying <laughs> to figure that out, and that's been something that um, that we've kind of changed our our ideas on so when this first happened um so i mean the way the work the way that the way that beer used to work is that 60 percent of beer was sold in cans or bottles and 40 percent was sold in kegs 
right? So we went to 100% being in cans and bottles because bars don't exist. Um, of that 60% that was cans and bottles in Western New York, 60% of that was sold at Wegmans. So Wegmans is like the big player, right? You have to, in order to, to move stuff in volume, you have to be in Wegmans. And in order to be in Wegmans, they basically need to approve your brand, which is a whole process that, you know, they make sure the SKU is going to be entered and the pricing and blah, 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 blah all these things. Um, so when this first started, Wegmans, and I, I might be misspeaking, but uh, I'm not a sales guy, but this is my understanding. Um, when this first started, Wegmans basically said, no new items, there's too much going on, we can't deal with this, these extra new items. So if we can't sell a new beer in Wegmans, we essentially can't brew it at Chandler because there aren't enough other outlets in Buffalo to move that volume of beer. Like if we have a 90 barrel batch of a new IPA, but we immediately lose 60% of that market, because Wegmans is 60% of that market, it makes it really difficult to sell that beer. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah so our initial uh, push was just focus on core, which was great. Um, but then all of a sudden, all these little guys started saying like, hey, we're getting crushed by Wegmans and consumers and all these other people give us new special interesting stuff. So that's why we've been doing so many of the, the small batch series also to get people to come to the tap room and, and pick yeah. it up from us because mm -hmm. you know, we make, it's nice to see people number one and we make a whole lot more money when people come and buy stuff yeah. direct from us. You find like Wegmans has been pretty, other than the complications now, like I, I shop at the Amherst street Wegmans and I, their like local beer selection is, I mean, it's pretty tremendous. Yeah, like, I mean, really good displays. Like you're on the end caps. Like, yep. Wegmans, has, been, Wegmans, Wegmans has always been supportive, and Wegmans, when all this started, was like local, local, local. We're focusing on local. Yeah. Um, they've been they've been amazing. They've yeah. been absolutely amazing. And I, you know, like I'm not complaining that they didn't want to pick up new brands. I get it. It's a yeah hectic thing, and there's enough hectic things going on. Yeah, I know. I know Pete over at Amherst Street a little bit, and I think he said yeah. that like beer is like the only department that they didn't see a, like a drop in since it's all right. started. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I've also been eating a lot of cheese. I don't know. I've been also, stocking my cheese department lately yeah. too. Cheese. I've, I've been eating uh, a little extra cheese. Little. Right. Little. A little bit. <laughs> no, nobody's counting in COVID times. You eat all no, the cheese you want. Probably. It's all good. It's the apocalypse. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> the cheese apocalypse. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So we've been doing, we've been doing orders through Instacart. Uh, and one showed up last Friday, I think. And I had just like, I, I don't know. I just ordered a whole bunch of stuff and I got, got a text from my wife while I was at work. that said, you ordered seven kinds of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is for this. This is, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things going on. You all need your own special cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> My parent, my dad called me yesterday. He's like, do you want a wheel of, of uh, not Gouda, some kind of, I forget what kind of cheese it was. And I'm, it was just like kind of random. And I'm like, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really want to know why or where it came from. But yeah, sure. Right. Fell off a truck. <laughs> Fell off a truck. I was going to say, yeah. The question is, why doesn't he want it? Yeah. I, right. I don't know. That is a good question. He's got 10 others. Yeah, he's got, he's got more. <laughs> The older I get, the the lower the limit of cheese I can eat is. Three. It was a wheel of three. I hear you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Comfortably. Comfortably. Right. Oh, well, yeah. 
You still will, but yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it hurts for a week later. <laughs> we were in one of our other, uh, when we were, who were we talking? Maybe we were talking to Matt Kahn a couple weeks ago and we said like, when I think of local beer right now, the, the first two to come to mind are probably like Rusty Chain and Hayburner, but like Mickey Boodle might be third now. Mm-hmm. Like it's really cool. sort of like kind of taken a hold in that, I don't know, like Rudy, when did you see that sort of, I remember like drinking it when it first came out. Um, yeah. I now think, it seems um, just like it's, it's, it's everywhere. I think having that in cans regularly has been huge. I mean, we thought when we opened up Chandler, we thought our big brands were going to be Burning Money, Bliss, and Minky. Um, and at this point, our, we sell more Minky than anything. Um, and then a ton of Bliss, a good amount of Wombat, and Pills was cranking for a while and it kind of died off in the depths of winter, but it's definitely climbing back up. Yeah, now. I'll pick back up. Um, I think having that in cans was, was huge. And um, we sell a silly amount of that. Yeah. It's so there's no way. And I've, I've told people this a million times, but you know, they're like, well, what are you, what are you going to sell the most of what's, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't, you know, Chandler was the third brewery with two breweries that I'd opened up, right? Like I opened up CBW, I opened up, Elmwood Thin Man, and then I opened up Chandler. And there's no way to know what the hell's going to sell. And the mm-hmm. example I always give is when Southern Tier opened up, I remember being really excited because they opened up with their Pilsner and their Mild. And uh, I was psyched that a local place was making a Pilsner and a Mild. And when was the last time you had Southern Tier Pilsner or Mild? Like they scrapped those brands relatively quickly. They did. Um, I, they didn't, I didn't even know they made a Mild, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't either. It, was, it was solid. It was really good. I, I, believe I like I like a good mile, but it's mm-hmm. not a real big seller here, I can imagine. <laughs> but yeah, we're always seeing, I mean, Minky's cranking right now, but things change. You know, we uh, money, we've been selling four to five times as much money in the last month as we ever have. Um, and I think a lot of that is the draw towards a more affordable four pack, mm-hmm. right? Like I, that's whatever. 10.99, 11.99 on the shelf at Wegmans, as opposed to Bliss, which is 13 or 14.99. Um, and I think that people are going to be more attracted to kind of price-conscious things mm-hmm. as we move are, through this. Are you having any difficulty sourcing any of the ingredients for these? Knock on wood, we've been okay. Um, some of my suppliers are actually offering free shipping, which is great because it's not always cheap to ship stuff from like the West Coast. Um, one of our yeasts suppliers who were based in Chicago did shut down for three or four weeks, but we were able to get through that and they're back open. So we're good on that. Um, no, I haven't, haven't really had issues. I think we're going to, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the fall. You know, if, if the hop harvest relies on a lot of immigrant labor or people who aren't necessarily in the Pacific Northwest and if they can't get there for whatever reason, I think that we're going to be, it's going to be interesting. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what will happen with that. We'll have a lot of beer names with 2018 in them. <laughs> sure. Like, oh, these are the 2018 harvest. Right. Yeah. Or we'll be like, Citra just doesn't exist until next year. <laughs> no Citra for you. Period. End of story. Uh, have you tried our mild? Right. Yes. <laughs> I was in dark miles and saisons this year. In a mild, let's do that. All the brewers are very happy. None of the beer drinkers are happy. <laughs> things, are, happy dark, yeah. things are trending malty because they have to. Yeah. You said saison and mild. I, I'm a happy camper. Right? 
Good. You can buy about 400 cases a week, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Probably. Good. So, yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. So speaking of, so Rudy, um, where, what beer should we go to next? Yeah. Well, everything else is nice and light. Um, <laughs> let's do, because it's the one I'm most excited about, and it's definitely the weirdest. Let's do that uh, Spelunkenheimer, that Adam beer. Yeah. I was oh, hoping you said that. Good. I was definitely looking forward to that. Let's grab one of those. Ugh, Before we move on, though, are there any plans for uh, a trial by Wombat quarantine mask? You know, I saw some mock-ups for one. I don't know <laughs> if they were a joke or not. Um, but I, if it's not being done already, it really should be. But I definitely saw some mock-ups for it. I would wear that. I don't know what the plan is, though. Hold on <laughs> just one second. I'm just going to mute myself for a moment. All right, I'm back. Oh, everybody but Mark's gone. This was canned a week ago. I know. I'm sorry. I gave you a week old malty beer. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I, I didn't see it on the uh, online ordering page yet. It should be there now. There was a bit of a snafu, but um, as of this morning, it might be at the bottom. Now you're getting me paranoid. I, did, I checked yesterday. I didn't check today. Yeah, so we're still... You know, like everybody, we're figuring out how the hell to get through all this. Yeah, it's at the bottom. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you guys have actually put this technology in place rather quickly. I, uh, you didn't have uh, you didn't have the online ordering prior, did you? We did not. No. Yeah, I can't. Um, believe but it's great, man. It's super convenient. Yeah, I did this on the fly. Like, you know, Phil. Phil has something to do. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I can't remember what the name of the award was, but I know you recently got an award for a trial by Wombat. You, I think it was a got the gold, right? Yeah. yeah so Wombat won gold for uh, for Hazy IPA at the New York State Brewers Association competition, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, um, that's the one. It's a nice beer. It's fun. It's awesome that 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 people appreciated that. It's very nice. Yeah. I mean, that's so. like I, I'm sure that the New York State Conference has like a best in show, but. Like the hazy IP, I think I remember maybe someone had mentioned it that they had like the, by far the most entries. So that's yeah, that category had it was just I think it was like eighty five or I was gonna say just under ninety entries or something like that. Yeah. So it was definitely the most entered of yeah. the uh, of the styles. Um, yeah, it was pretty nuts. So I, like they did a web. So the way they usually do that is they have the judging in February or March, and then in April there's the New York State Brewers Association. Conference. Hold on one sec. Uh, um, they have the New York State Brewers Association conference, and they do like a big at the end of the night. They have like a big, you know, everybody gets together in a room and they have an awards show and they announce stuff and all that kind of stuff. Um, but this year, obviously, that couldn't happen, so they did yeah. a, a Zoom, excuse me, a Zoom uh, announcement of the beers a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I wasn't paying attention a bit a long day at work and I wasn't watching the, the feed or anything like that. And then all of a sudden my phone just started like going crazy. So it was nice. It was a good, a good way to interrupt whatever the hell we were doing at that yeah. point in time. Yeah. I was, uh, I was watching the, I was watching the web thing or the web stream for uh, during work. And then when I heard that and then it, it froze and then it came back as soon as they announced the trial had won gold and I just started screaming at my wife and she thought something was wrong. 
<laughs> awesome. Good. Wow. Yeah, I did that once. I was uh, in 2012, 2011, something like that. Chancel and I went to GABF, and we were. I was hanging out with somebody, I think a buddy who lived in Texas, uh, and they were announcing the award winners, and it was when Ithaca Brute won gold for, for sour beer. And I just grabbed him. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this beer. I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> he, he thought I was insane. Absolutely insane. Can you uh, tell us a little bit more about this uh, Adam beer that I can't pronounce the name to? Sure. It's, it's Spelunkenheimer. Spelunkenheimer. So Spelunkenheimer is named after, uh, like, U.S. Thanksgiving. Uh, my wife and I went to Poland and we're pouring at a beer festival there. And we were taking a plane. And she misread an out of order sign in a, a bathroom on the airplane. And she thought it said in that was written in Polish to be fair. Uh, but she thought it said Spelunkenheimer and we just giggled about that forever. So I figured the <laughs> beer needed to be named after that. And it's a weird beer and it's a weird name. Um, so Adam beer is, I, I guess it falls under traditional ale. It's not really a style that exists so much, but it's delicious. So it's, Big, rich, malty, a lot of kind of roast and almost some caramel notes. And then also a bunch of smoke uh, character going on in there. Not not like overwhelming smoke, like a German like uh, rock beer or something like that. Um, But there's also like a nice bitterness going on. It's it's really weird and esoteric, but I love this style of beer. Um, It's not super uh, sellable right now. But uh, this is one of those beers we brewed when all this first started going down. We brewed this over at Elmwood. Um, so we've got a bunch of bourbon barrels of this. And I, I think that um, the, the bourbon and the vanilla and all that is going to add a whole bunch of this. So hopefully uh, either early this winter or next spring, this will be coming out of barrels. Um, but yeah, it's going to be super delicious. Just I was nice... very interested in your barking dog. Yeah, the dog is... So Rudy, speaking speaking specifically about these beers that you you gave uh, that we have for today, um, yeah. this the beer style specifically. We've known you for a long time, and these seem like a lot of beers that you want to brew and you'd want to can and release. Right? Is that something that's able to happen because of the quarantine? I you know I mean like this is something that I never would have had tank space to do otherwise for sure. Um, but it's it's something that's going to be super yummy um but you know like in in the regular world that tank space would have been taken up with another hazy ipa or another fruit sour and we've got a ton of hazy ipas and fruited sours coming out um but it's kind of like a great opportunity when the world presses pause <laughs> to like sneak a few things in that are you know a little different a little yeah. out of out of the norm i just um, think of i mean for me like I said, we you know we we go back a long time, and I think of an Imperial Porter, an Adam beer, a Belgian a Belgian strong ale. Those just scream to me. Those those are Rudy beers. They're beers that make me happy. They're 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 definitely the kinds of beers I want to drink. Um, and you know, taking a bunch of low fills and and scratching dents home, and maybe drank a little too much in the last few weeks. Um, but yeah, you know, I like I love like um, I shot over real quick, put on my mask. Shout out to Pressure Drop today. Got their new Hazy IPA. It's super tasty. It's great. Um, and I there's, I don't know how to say it. I'm not attacking Carl or anything like that, but there's 5 million Hazy IPAs in the world, and they're all really fucking great. Um, Carl's is, is exceptional. But um, 
nobody's making this stuff right now and it's yeah, nice yeah. to be able to offer something a little different mm -hmm. that makes me happy i know that they're not gonna like people aren't gonna be beating down the doors to drink an adam beer but whatever Someone's i'm tasting this and i want to go uh buy a four pack at least and just and just cellar it for a while and see what happens to it right it's so rich um I want to see what time does to it. Do you think, I mean, it's barrel age. Uh, oh, this is, is there any chance? This one is not barrel age. This one's, oh, this this one's straight. Yeah, so oh. we just put it in, the stuff we put in the barrels a couple weeks ago. Um, this guy's straight. The stuff in the barrels should be out in, I don't know, nine, 12 months, something like that. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so like it'll be good. And, you know, it's, it's there's a there's maybe my favorite brewery in the U.S., Hair of the Dog in Portland, Oregon uh does their their adam beer just called adam uh and it is it's perfection it's mm. uh it's it's absolute perfection um mm. and and that that beer and that brewery has always been something which has inspired me uh and i'm just happy to get to make something kind of like that yeah i mean how how do you balance that that like i mean clearly you know you you have to brew stuff to make the you know to pay the bills but you right. also, you want know, to, you want to bruise things that you personally enjoy. Is that, you find it hard to balance that or is it just. No, it's, it's, it's not hard to balance. I mean, you got it. You got to pay the bills, right? Especially yeah. now when things are super weird. Um, so you make what people want to drink and you do, you know, you do the best you can with that and make it as, as well as possible. And then, you know, like we always, we always have something a little weird or different on that makes myself or Todd or Drew or Ryan or, you know, the brewers happy, you know, and it's like the amount of effort and love that went into like a beer, like T-Rex pushups is, is infinitely higher than what went into a fruited kettle, a random fruited kettle sour. Um, and we're super happy about that beer and we're super excited to share that beer with people. But we also recognize that, that's not what the average customer wants. So we make what the average customer wants. And we, you know, that's, that's awesome to share with them too. It's just, there's a little more of us in some batches of beer than others. Makes sense. Yeah, that, yeah definitely. Like, this is, this is fantastic. I'm this really, well, thank you. And everyone should go out and buy some. Percent? Yeah. It's like eight, four or something like that. Yeah. Whatever so, untap says. Um, Rudy and Scott, cut this, cut this if you want to, but Rudy, was pantomime horse your recipe? Yes. Okay. Cut I it. So. It's gone. Yes. Also a fantastic Yeah, beer. you should cut that. Also a wonderful <laughs> beer, but yeah. Uh, but right. I, I wanted to ask, but yeah, we can edit that. Yeah. I've got one left, I know. I drank one during the Kentucky Derby last year. I, I wish one. I had one. I really yeah, do. Yeah, I had one last summer. Paul Marco actually got me one for Christmas or my birthday or something like that, and, uh, Oh, you know, Paul? Carl and Siobhan and a handful of other people. <laughs> Bad were joke. Over, Sorry. And we had it and it was fucking amazing. Man, it was good. Marco bought you your own beer for Christmas? <laughs> he did. He did. Okay. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> it was good. That, that, that's not the first time recently where like we've had beer that someone like someone brewed. We're like, yeah, I can't give you that bottle. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like Matt, Big Ditch. I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not giving you one of those Bidwell Wilds. I'm sorry. The original right. one, I got it. I'm sorry. Like, I feel yeah. like I have a Bidwell Wild somewhere. Yeah. I think I might have it in a cooler over at Elmwood. Yeah. I have a bottle of each. 
Yeah. Should I dig out the? I got a 2012 bottle of snow in my fridge. Yeah, right? I, oh, I still have one bottle of either snow or heat rays in the basement. Maybe two. Yeah. 2012 bottle of snow, chilling, chilling away in the top of my fridge. <laughs> I would recommend we opened one. We opened one at Christmas or New Year's, uh, and it was it was good, but it was definitely past past its prime. Uh, so if you're gonna drink it, I'd recommend drinking it. Yeah, I gotta get everybody. If, if you're gonna hold on to it for for you know memories, do that. Yeah. Yeah, I like looking at it. It's in the top <laughs> of my fridge. I just look at it. Yeah. I have a I have a story about Thin Man that I always tell people. Oh God! Because when oh, God. Was like, oh God! No, no, none of those. I mean, they're probably. <laughs> but when like people ask me, like you know, friends from out of town, like, oh, what, when when did you know like the Buffalo beer scene was like? And there are things like obviously places opening or like festivals, but I remember there was a Thin Man beer on tap at beer of volo in toronto yeah maybe two two and a half years ago and i didn't know i remember like being in there and looking up the board and it was like wait what like this is right so it was like, yeah oh, that's super fun made it now we're like we're here um, yeah that was awesome we uh fun story about that so we sent beer up i since i don't know 2013 or something like that i've been organizing the um the new york state table for for cast days um, so I've known, and I've known Tom who runs Berea and his dad, Ralph forever. Um, so when Thin Man started, they were like, oh, you know, instead of having CBW as the, the, the central point, we'll have Thin Man as the central point. We'll send you the empty casks. You'll get them filled, you know, whatever. So they're like, also, do you want to do an event at our new bar and send up kegs of beer? And then we'll have, you know, we'll have a party. So we did that. It was great. Uh, we got real drunk at cast days before heading out to the event and then headed out to my wife just reminded, yes, real drunk. Uh, and then headed <laughs> out to the event gotcha. and Toronto's expensive. Mm. Importing beer into Canada is expensive. So our beer at the event was at least like a dollar an ounce. I don't remember, but it was something insane. Uh, and then in addition to our beer, they also, uh, the brewery from Portland called gigantic. And there was some other brewery, maybe like cascade or something like that. They had beer from, and we were feeling amazing when we showed up and drinking far too much and spending far too much money. And I was buying beers for every Toronto brewer I knew. And it was a giant party and whatever. And then at the end of the night, when we, sh we must've had like thousands of dollars on our tab i went wow. to close up and they're like oh no you guys are on us oh oh, oh I, nice. I wouldn't have bought beers for everybody else if uh <laughs> if i had known that but uh, <laughs> that was a good time <laughs> we have good we time. have a similar story about uh uh beer of our barvolo when we were there and uh a guy walked by we were at the bar me scott and jesse ordering beer this was about two years ago and a guy walked in in a thin man shirt and he goes, we're like, oh, Thin Man, yeah, we're from Buffalo. And he's like, oh, do you know Rudy's? Like, I slept on Rudy's couch. And we're like, oh. <laughs> I was, I'm, I guarantee you I was talking to one of those guys about 45 minutes ago because we have a Saturday night chat on Zoom as well, yeah. But there's been, my wife reminds me, we've had a number of, um, a number of Canadians crashing on our couch many, many times. So, I mean, it used to be 10, 15 years ago, the, the Toronto beer scene is awesome now, but it, it used to be 
behind where we are now. Yeah, it so all the a lot of the good. Toronto guys uh, would come down and hang out here, and I, I okay. knew them all through Rate Beer. So Coles and Good Bar would have the Cask Festival, or Coles would have a Rare Beer Festival, or whatever. And um, we'd all we'd all go out and have an awful lot of fun, and then everyone crashed my house. It was good. Good. I ran into uh, Jordan St. John. Yeah. Toronto. Same thing. I think I was at Halo or something, and we, we got talking from Buffalo, like, oh, do you know Rudy? I, I think the same thing. He's like, I think I slept on his couch once. Yeah. <laughs> Every, some of them have slept on my toilet. You know, it happens. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, it happens. It happens from time to time. <laughs> yeah, the guys from Anderson's came down. We brought them yeah. on the, their first tour. They loved it. They yep. I met them there. You know, they came down. They went to the Thin Man before uh, Shelton Fest. Hmm. So we went to Thin Man and we went to Coulter Bay, uh, nice. pre-gaming for Shelton. For Shelton, yeah, they definitely had a, a lot of love. It was a party. That was a very, a very very surreal weekend, Shelton Fest. That just just being there was surreal. So I can imagine. <laughs> Like being more involved. Ironically uh, enough, uh, Thin Man was the first beer we had when we walked in for the VIP yeah, session. Right. It was you right should there. have drank something else, man. You can get Thin Man any day. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I was like, I know. Yeah, you should have grabbed something else. <laughs> we should have grabbed something else. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we had it when we were in line for uh, Dry Fontaine. Yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's that's all right then. That's okay. That's yeah. acceptable. It was one of our line beers. Yes. We we went from we went from Thin Man to Jester King, so you know, right on the same level. Yeah. Well, no, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm drinking this beer way too fast, by the way. Yeah, this is dangerous. I, it it makes me super happy. So I mean, that brewery, Hair of the Dog in Portland, pretty much everything they do is dark, malty, and strong. Uh-huh. Um, they do some great barley wines. They do a ton of barrel aging. They've gotten they do some IPAs. Um, we had a four years ago, five years ago. I don't remember what it was. The craft brewers conference was in Portland. Uh, and, and I was just telling everybody I could that they needed to go to hair of the dog. Uh, so Johnny from Hamburg was there and I was like, did oh. you need to go to hair of the dog? You need to go to the hair of the dog. I'm like, hair of the dog. I'm like, just don't get their IPA. Like their IPA is fine. Just get all the dark multi stuff. <laughs> and of course I get a text from him. He's like, Rudy, why did you send me here? Their IPA isn't good. I'm like, no, that's not what they do. <laughs> you have to have an IPA. Nothing is. And, I mean, their IPAs are, are great now, but, um, <laughs> but I'm like, just drink the weird dark multi stuff. It's all f- delicious. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't drink the IPA. The IPA is right. terrible. <laughs> not terrible. It's just, it's Portland. It's the, it's the land of West coast IPAs. There's all the IPAs yeah. in the world there. These guys do a, a specific thing, and they do it better than anybody. Drink yeah. that stuff. The West, Coast, West IPA, Coast IPA sounds like a vacation I want to take. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That sounds wonderful. It's interesting, though, like because most of us are not driving at all anywhere. Like right. these, like I'm paying a lot less attention to the ABVs. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, whatever. Like it doesn't. I'm not driving. Any, I'm not going anywhere. I don't. Right. Like, it's true. I just have to make it upstairs. And yeah, like, my responsibilities yeah. are... That are looks like a comfortable chair. You could sleep in that. Yeah, yeah like, oh, I could. I put long pants on tomorrow. Like, I might as well... Yeah. Right. Interact with children. But I, I thought when this started that I was going to be drinking tons of stuff from my cellar. But yeah, the releases have been coming so fast. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, three releases a week that I, you know, I barely cracked into stuff that I thought I would have been open about now. 
but it's a good problem to have. Yeah, I, I drank a bunch of stuff out of my cellar at first, and I haven't had that much. Only because, again, we've been canning up so much stuff, and then like, oh, you know, on one run, I thought we were going to yield 40 cases, but we yielded 42 cases, so there's two cases without labels, so I'm going to take some of that home. Yeah, or, yeah. oh, you know, we ran out of the nice gloves and the other gloves were slippery and I dropped a bunch of cases or cans on the floor. <laughs> so those I can't sell. You know, whatever. Bunch of cases. So there's just, yeah. there's so much. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much Finger quotes. new stuff. Yeah. Have you had a chance Rudy to be drink, drinking a lot of other local stuff or mostly just your own? Yeah, I've had a decent amount. Um, so the guys, I got to reach out to them again. Uh, the guys over resurgence, Jeff uh, reached out to me a couple weeks ago and uh, we did a case trade for the staff. So basically, he was like, telling you know, us about that. Yeah, yeah, six mm -hmm. different four packs, Thin Man for six different four packs of uh, of Resurgence. Um, so I've been drinking a bunch of their stuff. I think we had like four new beers from them that mm -hmm. came in in that. Um, swung out to Beltline two weeks ago, something like that. Got some stuff from them. Uh, swung by Pressure Drop. Uh, got some of their new Sticky Icky. Tried the passion fruit IPA from CBW. Ooh, nice. um, I'm not getting out much. No, no. We're trying not to get out, but I yeah. mean, there's definitely still a bunch of beer floating around and trying new stuff. Certainly, I'm not trying everything yeah. because there's no. too damn much. But too much. yeah, there's... beer releases have been, you know, my only excuse to get out of the house pretty much, sure. except for going yeah. to the grocery store. There's nothing so. wrong with you, Jess. Yeah, or <laughs> so it's like, I know. It's I look Friday, forward to it. Like I'm going to get beer. Yeah. Yeah, what about you guys? What have you had uh, local that's new that you've liked? There's been some really quality stuff, I think, coming out. Like, it, I'm, I'm kind of surprised with the rate that that people are pumping stuff out. Like, it, it, there's been a lot of quality stuff. Um, the uh, the resurgence social distancing series has been great. I just yeah. had mm -hmm. the uh, the West Shore Eli Fish Lisa likes Nelson double IPA last night. I heard that's great. I haven't that, had it yet. That beer completely yeah, that blew me away. That Nelson beer that uh, Eli Fish had at Hop Festival was the beer of the festival for me. That was awesome. Hmm. Really, really awesome. Hmm. Yeah, Adam has done a really nice job for them since he's taken over. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what – yeah, a couple of the belt line have been really good. Like, the double brunch is really good. and um, I was really impressed with the um, – I, I, when they fresh canned it, I haven't had it – in a couple of weeks, but the uh, the rusty nickel, the pandemic pilsner was a very solid pilsner. Very underrated yeah. beer. Yeah, it's brewed on their new system. They got a, they got a bunch of new stuff, and I, I think it's really it, it's really improved. Um, and and the pilsner was very good. Like I could I, I could I could have crushed quite a bit more than the one crowler that I bought. So I, I was pleased with that. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's a good problem to have to decide like what Seriously. releases to go to, and yeah, for con on the consumer end, it's nice to. Uh, right. Yeah, I, mean, I cracked into one of those uh, crowlers I got from Pressure Drop. The, uh, the I got the mango fruited uh, sticky trees. I enjoyed yeah. that quite a bit. Yeah, I haven't had the pineapple one yet. I still have that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sitting on that really one. Good. Sitting on that one. <laughs> I marinated uh, a ham in that. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't Rum see ham. ham juice chugs. No, we didn't. Uh, I, I did not do that. No. Yeah, as much as you guys were cheering me on, I did not do that. It's it's pre-cooked ham juice chugs. You don't want that. 
<laughs> Rudy, there was a there was a beer you guys did. I think it I think it was a while ago, but I got it in the my first round of Thin Man deliveries. I think it was a was it? It might have been the Every Time I Die beer. Is it like a black lager? So or? that actually was a collab with Barrier, uh, and it's um, but kill the lights, hit the yeah, lights, kill the lights. something the lights. Okay. Um, that beer tastes awesome right now. That okay. beer is five months old. Ooh, uh, and I you did it for like their Christmas event. They right? did it for the Christmas show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think truthfully, the story behind that is one of the venues that was having an event ordered a ton of beer and then didn't sell as much of it. Oh. So we brought it back and didn't know what to do with it. But then this happened and we're like, well, f it, we can try to sell. It. And we're like, <laughs> we're charging like seven or eight bucks a four pack. Yeah. It's like seven ninety nine as a four pack. But it is yeah, I like, I'm, I'm happy that, that people are getting it and enjoying it. But truthfully, like that's been hiding in the cooler. And that was like the staff drink, like at the end of a shift. Right. <laughs> like that was like, Oh, that beer tastes real good, but it's just sitting there dying. We may as well drink it. Um, I, we sold a bunch of that. And if, if anybody is listening to this, check out the website cause it's real good and it's real cheap. Oh, I gotta get, I gotta get some. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah. I think it was just the throw in maybe on my, First order, just because. Okay. Maybe works too, but yeah, it was really yeah. good. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, seven ninety nine four. For a black IPA, which nobody else is brewing. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. There's a lot, obviously, like from the consumer end, and obviously in your end, there's a lot of conversations about like price point with like, okay, so the first, the first IPA that's fifteen dollars a four pack. Okay, like, and that was like a like a benchmark, and then it's like, okay, right. now we've got we have eighteen dollar four packs, like. You, I mean, obviously you have to think about that quite a bit, but it's a, I think it's a good sign that at least a certain part of the sort of population is willing to, I don't know, like this beer is $20 a four pack. Like, right. You know, it, and again, I, I think most people, at least on our end, it's like, if the beer is very good, whether it's $17 or $21, like, I don't, I don't sure. care. Don't uh, tell Rudy this. No, this is stuff we okay, don't tell the... <laughs> So I guess like, Wasn't but there's eleven ninety nine yesterday. I don't know what happened. Like there are certain numbers, and maybe it's whatever the number is. Is it twenty? Yeah. Is it twenty two? Where people are going to be like, "Ooh, this is twenty two dollars." I mean, I remember I, the last four pack of peanut butter Jenkins I bought at Wegmans, and it was it was pretty. I mean, that's an expensive beer anyway. But yeah. like, that's going to be a tough beer for your average person to pick up. Oh yeah, Wegmans because they're going to say, "Well, I can get yeah. X for that or something." I don't know. Sure. Yeah. No, I like, we have a lot of discussions around that. Um, and I think that there's, I think there's a market for all kinds of things, but I think that certain markets are going to grow and certain markets are going to expand. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's a very specific reason that we're selling a whole lot more burning money than we used to. And it's not just that I tweaked the recipe and it tastes better now. Uh, I think it's that oh. it's, uh, it's, it's a, more reasonably priced four pack of a hazy IPA. Um, you know, I think that we, we have a new beer getting canned up on Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, and it was kind of a challenge to ourselves to see if we could do a hazy IPA at nine ninety nine a four pack. Um, and it's a, it's a super tasty beer. Um, I think that, you know, there, there's going to be breweries out there that continue to excel with, $24 four packs, but I like personally, I think that market's going to constrict a bunch. Mm -hmm. um, I think that there's going to be a lot of growth in the, you know, 
founders all day, 18 pack kind of market. Um, but it depends who you talk to. If you talk to, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to speak for them, but I think we all see that froth is crushing it right now in terms of their sales on their beer that is at the upper end of the price limit. Um, but I think you also see if you talk to various local stores, they'll also say there's been a huge spike in demand for the more affordable or the, the, the bulk packs or the mix packs or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I think that, I think that you'll keep seeing that really expensive stuff, but I think you'll also see, and this is not like a, a commitment or a promise, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was something like now the bliss 12 pack in 12 ounce cans at, you know, some at 1999 or like whatever the hell it would be. Right. Like, yeah. I think that that market is going to grow an awful lot. Yeah. So, so where do I get this bliss uh, case? <laughs> oh, uh, I already tweeted about it. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I just tweeted. <laughs> so get your, get your time machine and go into the future and tell me what happens in the next three months. No and then I'll start pressing it out. <laughs> so I think my counterpoint to what Mark was saying would, would be that, uh, you know, a, a year ago, you, you probably didn't see a lot of these, these, these uh, types of beers that you're talking about that are so expensive. Uh, twenty twenty dollars plus four packs. You didn't see a lot of those outside of 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 like bomber bottles and things like that. And bomber bottles were like you know eighteen twenty dollars by themselves. But now I can get a four pack. Maybe it's twenty twenty five dollars of that four pack. But I can have that four times now instead of just sure. opening up a bomber and enjoying okay. it once. I can enjoy it four times now, and and I can still sell her these things. Uh, you know, especially things like Jenkins, which I just you know they're going to be able to age well. Right. So I think that my counterpoint is I can, I can enjoy them more times than just, just a bomber oh, where I have to open it up and drink it in one night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I, I don't think it's going to go away and I don't have a crystal ball, but I feel like maybe the, the 1599, 1699 four pack of hazy IPA is not as long for this world as both the 1199 four pack and the twenty two ninety nine four pack, yeah, maybe like the, the kind of middle of the road. Like, well, I could do the cheap stuff, or I could really treat myself. But I don't know. Who knows? No, you're, yeah, that makes sense. I walked out of a lot of economics classes, so I don't. I don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, unfortunately, I mean, especially if if this continues, and you know, people are struggling for longer. Like, yeah, I mean, that's you know, they have to make some tough decisions with. Yeah. But there's also, you know, we, for convenience, I would eat out far more than I I should have eaten out, right? I had a significant amount of my budget that was dedicated to eating out. So that's now gone, right? So I don't need to spend money on that. And I'm lucky enough to still have a job, unlike so very many people. Um, And I'm not saying that I have to spend all the money immediately, but like, hey, here's a couple hundred bucks a month that I would spend doing stupid stuff like going to get fast food takeout because I was too lazy to make a lunch. Yeah. You know, I can I can funnel some of that towards like maybe I'll have a slightly nicer beer. Maybe yeah. I'll have, you know, a slightly nicer steak or, or, or whatever. So I think people maybe will redirect where they spend money as well. Yeah. And the commitment to the local products, whether it's bars or take places to take out, have been like I thought it was going to die off pretty quickly. 
Um, but it really, I mean, at least from people I know and talk to, it doesn't seem like it has. So that's right. It's nice to, uh, and we hope that continues, obviously. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, and like I said earlier, I mean, Wegmans has been super all about local, as have many other vendors, uh, you know, consumers and, and, and everybody has been yeah. awesome about that. Is uh, anybody else ready for the next beer? Yeah, I am. Jesse's uh, yeah, the I could be. Yeah. I'm working Just, on it. What, what, what should we go to next, Rudy? <laughs> well, let's move on to the Double Helix, because that was the one I was drinking when this started, and I still have half a glass of it. All right, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I love how rich this is. I know, that is very good. I just want to chew on it. Is that still the Adam beer? Which one's that? Oh, yeah, this is the Adam beer still. Okay. I'm looking at the can, and uh, it's got this, like, uh, Yellow submarine kind of uh, yeah to it. Who's uh, yeah, who's I mean, doing P2 the labels? Does our P two does our labels does an amazing job. Um, I think there's been like in general, it, it's amazing that he does such a great job, and I 100 percent trust him. I think out of all the labels he's ever done, there's been one where I'm like, eh, it didn't really quite thrill me. But he came back with that, and I'm like, I don't know what the f- that is, but it's really exciting. I don't. And there's a big nose, but it's interesting. Yeah, How, Rudy, how's Ange holding up? I think she's she's good. I just unmuted. She said good. Um, she's hanging out. How the like how the rest of the semester go? She said thumbs up. Um, yeah, she hasn't really left the house in eight weeks, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of bread. yeah, uh, yeah. Becca's doing the same thing. Yeah, it's like it's funny. Like I'll get a four pack and I'll see someone online who like. Oh, I haven't tried that beer. I'm like, can I drive it to your house? Like, it'll give me right, something please, to for 25 please. minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that meme that was out there. It's like somebody turned around in my driveway last night, and I was standing on my front porch with two beers and a sad expression on my face. <laughs> right. Yeah, we've been doing um, occasionally, like once a week or so, we'll hang out in the the parking lot at Chandler after work and just have beers Double like Helix. 20 feet apart. Yeah, and I'm like, port. it's amazing how how great this feels. Just yeah, to like yeah. lean on a car and drink a beer and yeah. talk to people. This is great. Talk to actual people. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. The, the three of us may have just chugged a Jenny Kolsch in the parking lot of Fresher Drop last weekend just because yeah. we saw other humans. And yeah. Good. Just because we could. It's yeah, how you yeah. celebrate. Yeah. It's what we do now. <clears throat> So each time we open up a new can, I have to run a small taster glass up to my wife. That's what's happening. Good. Fair yep. enough. I wish I had somebody to share these with. Yes. <laughs> no, you don't. You well, I can. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how we are after uh, beer six. This right? is the second eight percent beer. <laughs> it's all right, man. Third. Uh, what, what do we have Another eight <laughs> percent and something bigger. Yeah. Rudy wanted to get us all torqued up, so Wombat's only seven. That's that's nothing. Yeah, yeah no problem. No problem. Do, you know, do how drunk we got with Bobby from Good Bar or what? <laughs> I've gotten drunk with Bobby from Good Bar. That's a good time. <laughs> before that's before, the quote of the evening. I'm going to write that down. Before we started, before we started the podcast, he was completely annihilated. Oh, dude. 
<laughs> Seriously. Uh, I miss nothing more than hanging out at Good Bar, man. Yeah. That, oh, oh, my God. Us too. I, I mean, we could call for shots and chimes if we really well, wanted to go. Did you see? I saw a couple people online. Um, Good Bar oh, posted on Facebook. Like a couple of Buff State grads had their caps and gowns and oh, got yeah. put some pictures outside Good Bar. <laughs> Well, I've definitely, and I, I wouldn't, Bobby, I would never do this, but I've definitely thought about like walking over there with a beer in my pocket and jumping over the fence and <laughs> beer on the patio. I would never do that though. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. Nope. I may or may not have bought like four bottles of chimes from him in the back alley behind Good Bar. So here's the thing. We were talking at the cast festival the night before cast festival, whatever the f- I have been trying to find out where Chimes is actually made since then. Yeah. It's a luck. company that doesn't seem to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, been trying to find, I've been trying to find a barrel that I can make you guys a Chimes barrel-aged fucking beer in. Yes. Uh, they don't exist. I've had friends ask, like, friends who are very, very knowledgeable in the Canadian alcohol industry, what this is, and nobody knows what the hell it is. Canadian alcohol. Maybe Bobby's just making it in a bathtub. Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Bobby, Bobby said it was, uh, it, it's a brand that's basically owned by the distributor, and they buy, like, someone just makes, like, blends the whiskey for them, and then they sell okay. it to And did Bobby, we asked him how he got selling that. Was it like, it was a Whiskey he drank when he was mm-hmm. in college, or maybe a bar he used to work at when he was younger. They sold it. I can't. There was when he was at when he was at camp. Yeah, summer camp. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, he but was. He did, I think he did say that at one point that Good Bar was the largest purchaser of Chimes. Like, yeah, not, that was the bar. Yeah, that was yeah it's one of the largest. Uh, yeah, on premise places. Yeah, yeah. Can, I believe that. Ooh. But uh, Rudy, in regards to the uh, barrel aged chimes that we want to, uh, or the bar- the cream ale, the chimes barrel aged cream ale we want to make, um, Bobby wants to get a barrel, fill it with chimes, dump the chimes out, and then fill it with cream ale. <laughs> hey, so, I'm game. Uh, if we could do that, that'd be awesome. There's a lot of uh, terrible nights, chicken finger subs, chicken wings, and other things associated with that. But yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's going to happen at some point. Okay. Um, just we're working on the logistics right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so I feel like if we could find a barrel, Bobby will be able to fill it with chimes. Yeah. And then we're going to sell the chime. <laughs> we're going to sell the chimes as like limited edition, like barrel aged chimes. Double barrel chimes. Double barrel chimes. Yeah. I'm sure that chimes doesn't actually see any time in a barrel. Doubtful. <laughs> Yeah. The, the bottle says it's it aged say 36 aged. months. We don't know what it's aged in, but it's just aged in something. In a basement. Right. It doesn't say in aged a, in something, yes. Right. In a blender. <laughs> in an actual blender, which is why they right. call it blender. Aged so in the up. bottle. Yes. Aged in the plastic <laughs> bottle I bought. In the back of the distributor's warehouse. Exactly. I like Jesse's idea of Bobby brewing this in his bathtub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Like the beer baron? Yeah. As long as he doesn't brew the trough at Good Bar, we're good. <laughs> Rudy, it's, you wanna, uh, it's all character. You want to speak to? Uh... Sure, to uh, Double Helix. So this is another beer that was brewed for um, for barrels, truthfully. So I think we've got 40, 45 cases of this, something like that. Uh, the rest is aging in Willet bourbon barrels upstairs at Chandler. Um, 
this was kind of kind of a mashup of a couple things. So we did when Shelton was in town, we did that collab with Mean Sardine and uh, <laughs> with Mean Sardine and Blue Jacket uh, Enrico Palazzo. Um, and that was awesome. That beer was as much as I like awesome Jenkins, I feel like I could drink 10 times as much Enrico Palazzo. Uh, it was a little drier. It was a lot drier. It was also drier. Uh, and it, it just tasted more like it, it tasted more like an Imperial Stout than like a kind of candy cloying kind of thing. So it was drier. Um, so the idea with this was kind of to take that and and one of my favorite beers of all time is uh, North Coast Old Rasputin. Um, to kind of take those two ideas and kind of mash them up a little bit. Cool. Uh, and again, we had a little bit of time, so brew something that we could throw in the barrel. So this isn't crazy strong. It's 8% or something like that. Um, nice roast going on in this. Um, yeah, it's a roast. little sweet, but it's not, it's not candy sweet. Yeah. Um, and some pretty nice hop character as well. So this was just kind of, you kind of called it Brian Brewing something a little more to my tastes. Um, this also the first time I tasted this after it was carbonated, I was like, this tastes like a stronger Edmund Fitzgerald, which is hmm. one of my favorite f-ing beers in the world. Um, it does, it so does that not drink up to this eight percent at all. No, yeah, not at all. It is so it is so creamy. I assume because of the oats. But yeah, uh, there's a ton of oats going on in there. I think this was hopped with uh, with Northern Brewer, which is one of my favorite hops to use in Imperial Stouts, and uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of roast. like back when Southern Tier first started doing bigger Imperial Stouts. There was definitely some sweetness, but it was also roasty and bitter. Yeah, maybe coming off the Adam beer, which sort of like doesn't hide the, the sort of alcohol quite as much. Like this does feel like it feels like a larger drop off than 8.4 to 8, I think. Right. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. definitely drag it. I could drink a bunch of this and not realize what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. What Rudy, what is the what's what goes into the decision making between like what beer goes into 12 ounce cans? I mean, I know 16 ounce four packs, that's kind of like the thing now but right like at what point do you think like wow this might actually be because some beers you know like and it's probably not practical but like a like a peanut butter jenkins like that would be great in a 12 ounce can because it's what 11.4 or something like that and um so what like what is the i don't know what's the sort of logic that goes into that i mean we've had we've definitely had discussions our canning line can definitely do 12 ounce cans it can also do those super cute little stubby eight ounce cans um and those i'd love to to start using for stuff like peanut butter jenkins or uh yeah or awesome jenkins or something like that i think um we haven't found a good source for eight ounce cans um in terms of 12 ounce pricing is you guys do any 12 ounce cans we don't do any 12 ounces okay. at this point, no. Um, but I, again, you know, we were talking earlier about the price of of beer and, and you know, bulk packs and stuff like that. I think that that's probably in the future is a 12 yeah. ounce can. Um, pricing is a little more difficult to figure out on those. I To me, I would drink a lot. I, Drew and I were talking recently, like, I would drink an awful lot more Bliss if it was in a 12 ounce can. Because I could, right. like, well, 
cool. I had 24 ounces versus 36 ounces. Um, <laughs> you know, I've got a, a kegerator at home and I never pour myself a full beer, but I'll always be like, Oh, I'll have four ounces and then I'll finish it. And I'll be like, I feel like another four ounces another yeah. two ounces, whatever. And you just kind of keep going back and hitting it. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. It doesn't matter what I feel like. It matters what the customer wants. Right now, the customer wants 16-ounce cans. I think soon the customer will want 12-ounce larger packs, but right now it seems still 16-ounce. There are, there are so many fewer opportunities to share beers now, too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the 16-ounce if, you know, three of us are sitting around. Like, right. You know. Um, but, yeah, if, if we're all drinking a lot more beers just alone – then yeah i mean that's something to kind of keep in mind too yeah no i got a, a buddy who lives uh up in niagara county who's a fireman in the falls and he sent me a picture last night said something like i just cracked these and it was two can it was a can of awesome jenkins a can of coconut jenkins and i responded i'm like you're gonna die there's not <laughs> like there's, not, there's no way to responsibly do this yeah i got a text a little while later that said i didn't die i'm going to bed <laughs> uh, so he made it through. that's good but had they been eight ounce cans yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I got a well, Scott got it for me. Thank you. Like that crawler of the the big ditch, fourteen percent quad IPA. Like, at right. what at what point am I going to open that? Like, I right. I, I was thinking yeah, the same I, thing today. I'm going to have to I drop off people. like four ounces to all my neighbors and right. And that's even rougher. I mean, there was. Do you guys remember Founders Bolt Cutter? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like a 14% barley wine that they only packaged in 750s because that's a f-ing reasonable thing to do. <laughs> so yeah. at some point five years ago, we had a blizzard and uh, I opened that at like 11 a.m. <laughs> and we watched, I don't know, we watched like three movies. It took me two movies to get through it. And then I think I went down into the cellar again and got another like. Twelve <laughs> percent beer and wow. a terrible that's, decision. That's something you um, open up when you literally you you cannot go anywhere. Right. You're right. just gonna like yeah. And there's only so many beers you can have in like your house, now, right? That are like yeah. for a blizzard, right? So we've had essentially like a two month blizzard at this point. So yeah, I hope exactly. you've all drank all that out of your cellar. Yeah, because it's not getting better. Yeah. Well, but, I've got a bottle of uh, I've got a bottle of Harpoon and Taro Bang, which is like eighteen percent. And, uh, the difference is it's going to be summer soon, not winter. I've been sitting on that bottle. I've been sitting on that bottle for like three years. We're, we're in blizzard mode, but it's going to be eighty-seven degrees. Exactly. <laughs> right. That'd be awesome. It did snow last week. I mean, it's it did, yeah. It's not that we're not there yet. True. I just want to put my tomatoes in the ground. Damn it! <laughs> I want a garden. Rudy, do you have any bottles of uh, Forever Cordial left? I've got yeah, one. we've got I've got a case or so stashed. Oh wow! Brewery. I only have I one mine. bottle of apple brandy left, I think. Um, and I've got maybe two cases of bourbon kicking around. Wow! Yeah. I've got one of the apple brandy left. I spotted it yesterday when I was looking. When did we had one of those? When the hell? Maybe when Shelton was in town, we had some. Hmm. It was good. I think it's also like getting towards the end of its of its life so if you got some okay i want to open that up soon what, what like what has thin i was looking in my cellar leading to this what is thin man what have you guys bottled it in that not a lot um hmm. we bottled forever cordial 
We bottled apple brandy cordial. We bottled bourbon cordial. We bottled um, Sauvage Alliance. Oh, yeah. yeah. That That might be it. I mean, we've done a handful of things for ourselves, like little 10-gallon barrels and this and that. But um, I think that's all we sent out into the world. Hmm. Pretty sure. So are you primarily at Elmwood or Chandler? These days, I'm at Chandler pretty much all the time. I'll get to Elmwood, you know, super early in the morning and get some stuff set up or do some inventory or this or that. But I spend all my time at Chandler these days. Um, still run in both places, but yeah, definitely over at Chandler. I imagine Elmwood is one of those places where it, it's, you can really feel everything shut down. Yeah, you know, I, it's weird going over there because um, the restaurant's just so dead. Um, right. You know, and, and usually like, oh, it was quiet until two o'clock when the bartender would show up. Um, but the building itself is dead. The street is often frighteningly not as dead. Um, yeah. People mm-hmm. not so much needing the don't leave your house thing. Yeah. But um you know, the, the, the wing place next door, wing Kings is, is, is crazy all the time. Um, but it's, it's different and weird. You know, the vape shop two doors down is always rocking, but they've got like a plexiglass door in their door. So they just kind of take orders and hand people their vape supplies. Mm. Um, it's weird. It's, it's definitely, definitely weird. Yeah. Can I switch topics on you guys? Absolutely. So Mark mentioned dropping off tiny little samples to people at their houses. I have that bottle of Malort. <laughs> and and I want to drop off of Malort. I want to drop off some Malort to people's houses. Have you ever tried Malort? I've not, but you know, see, I'd that's, love to. see that's why. I would so love to. who who in Buffalo uh, in the Buffalo brewing scene has the biggest Chicago connection because they have to be on it too. That I'm would be Adam. Bears. What's that? I'm a Chicago Bears fan. Does that count? That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, no. You get all the Malort. <laughs> I think uh, the, the, the biggest connection, and he's not really Buffalo proper, certainly, but is Adam over at uh, Eli Fish. So he was running or working at, I don't entirely know, a brewery in Chicago, I think, before he came back to Batavia. Okay. Hmm. Um, so we need somebody who's tried it before to watch people's faces. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he's had it. Who else? Yeah. Chicago. Core no, that was Michigan. Um, thought about this today. Like, you know who I'm gonna ask? The beer league. They would know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Ethan actually lived in Chicago for a long time. Did he really? Yeah, I, I think he went to school there or something like that. Huh. So he's your he's your immediate Buffalo Chicago connection. All right. Maybe we should have Ethan and Adam on just to watch people try Malort. There you go. <laughs> maybe I'm not drinking a, it. Maybe we should just do a Malort episode of the uh, podcast. I yeah. haven't and had a single shot of it since the first time. And chimes. <laughs> and chimes, yeah. I, I, I yeah. finished my chimes. I'll, I'll go find some more. Oh, wow. So I'm going to go in another random random uh bring direction. it on i know i know you're a music guy what are you listening to right now what, what are you rocking out right now during uh rudy listens to a lot of obscure shit. 
I know. That's what I want to hear. These days. I want to hear a bunch I've of stuff I've honestly been very loud in the brewery, and I've been fighting with the canning line, which is the loudest part of the brewery right now. So I've been listening to a lot of loud stuff. So I've been listening to a lot of, like, late 80s, early 90s wax tracks industrial. So a bunch of, like, Revolt oh, and Cox and Ministry oh. and Lard, um, that kind ministry. of fun stuff. Okay, I can get behind some Ministry. Uh, I like that. Oh. What the like hell it? Have been listening to? My wife says Celine Dion. That's a lie. <laughs> um, no judgment her. here. No judgment. Her. Yeah, we're not judging. <laughs> you listen to a bunch of podcasts, truthfully. Um, Ours? We well, listen to this one. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of, uh, I don't know, I've just been a, a ton of Palehead, a ton of Neubotten, um bunch of tool actually tool tools really great for kind of cutting through the the horrible sounds of what? blowers and compressors and all that kind of fun stuff <laughs> how do you feel about the new album speaking of tool how do you feel about the new album it's not that interesting to me I, um, I, I, like, but I like i honestly i didn't love anything after um what after anima i didn't really love was hmm. it Was what was the? I'm gonna say okay, I, after I, Undertow. Was uh, it? Was wasn't wasn't Undertow after? I, 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 I confuse the order of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's I thought Tempest was I've a been going back in time and listening to stuff that made me happy in like high school in my early twenties. Really lame. That's my that's my midlife crisis. Rudy, you're like you're you're how old? If you don't mind me asking. I'm forty-one. I'll be forty-two at the end of this month. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm 41 as well. So, yeah, I, I find myself doing that, like, kind of 90s return. But it's, it's really fun. There's, uh, there's a guy, Sam, who works at Chandler who loves electronic music, and there's so much stuff I hear him listening to it. I'm like, I know all these, these sounds. Right. I remember where all these sounds came from. It's a totally different band, but I know all these sounds. Yeah. Um, I know what you're sampling this from. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. I know, I know where these guys stole this music from. <laughs> that's even that's even older a thing to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like we retreat to music and beer and food, like like sort of comfort music. That's it. Sure. Yeah. The other yeah the other day I was like I just want to listen to the Smashing Pumpkins. I'm just yeah, gonna I haven't do gone that, that far down, but yeah. Me and Brian, me and Brian were listening to t- Typo Negative. Two yeah, weeks. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, okay. well, like what was I? Didn't know we were listening. Yeah, like I was listening to it, and then Brian's like, "I'm listening to Typo Negative." I'm like, "Holy shit!" I was just listening to. <laughs> Good. Let's yeah. see. Let's see what else. I've been listening to a bunch of uh, a bunch of LP. Often listen to an awful bunch of uh, a bunch of LP. Uh, what else is coming up in my recently listened to? Chem Lab. I haven't listened to Chem Lab since like the late '90s. Listen to a bunch of Chem Lab. Oh. Um, Deep cuts. <laughs> Deep cuts. Yeah, I don't know. Weird old wax tracks era industrial for no great reason at all. But it makes me happy. Very interesting. And also, you guys should listen to Tropical Storm. They're great. Uh, They used to be the drones. What? a real band? That's that's other half's new double IPA, isn't it? Sounds like a a cocktail or a bowling ball. Double Tropical Chroma Storm. Double Tropical Chroma Storm. Wow. Rudy, what's going to come up when I Google tropical storm? Yeah, seriously. A, band, a bunch of dirty f***ing Australians. <laughs> but they're going to be clothed, probably. Uh, 
Don't Google it. Don't do yeah, that. Don't, don't Google that. Make sure you're on yeah, your I'm own. Not gonna go, I don't know how to Google that. Um, I'll Google it for you. Time, time check. Yeah. We're, we're pretty good into this right now. An hour and a half, and there's still more beers, yeah? Yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, oh. <laughs> there it is. There it wow. is that, is, that is something that exists. Wow. Yeah. We is. can verify, folks. It exists. That, that sounds like Scott and I's like, high school band, like what we would name our high school band. <laughs> yeah. They're great. We, so, we, we were drunk out, and uh, Check out their, their previous band called The Drones. Uh, amazing album called Wait Long by the River and the, uh, the Body Beat. Wait long by the river and the bodies of your enemies will drift by. Yes. Amazing. Wow. The hell of a name. Bar, drunk, amazing, great stuff. Yeah. I don't think that's a name I can forget. So. Yeah. <laughs> Wait long by the river. Yeah. Great stuff. I, I think Scott was trying to hurt us in a direction here. If, All right. Direction. Uh, Sorry. What do we got? So we got time for one more beer? What do you think we should go? Yeah, what do we got next? Oh, let's, let's just make a poor decision and go to coconut. Oh, I knew that. Oh, oh, I love the way you. Think. All right. <laughs> and I, honestly, uh, so this is the problem with taking stuff home. There's nothing on this can. <laughs> Mystery. There's something on the bottom. Is it a question mark? But it's illegible. <laughs> so I believe <laughs> that this is a coconut. So I'm hoping I'm joining you, gentlemen, in a coconut. Yeah. I like how you sent us straight down the rabbit hole. Chug this then, because. Oh boy! <laughs> I mean, you don't have to stop drinking just because we're done. Yeah. There's there's a there's a pressure to keep up, you know. Not. I've hung I've hung around with my chats long enough to know that you don't have to keep up. It's not worth it. Can you keep up with chats? Can anyone keep up with chats? No one can. Well, this is a pleasant surprise. This is a brown ale. So I'm gonna <laughs> be feeling great tomorrow. You guys. Are Oh, thank you, Rudy. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, this is going to be something. I'm going to see if I can find a coconut. These dark beards are so rich and filling. <laughs> Good news, I found one. All right. You can tell, because this one actually says weight ratios on the bottom. Oh, okay. What is that a reference to? That would be uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. The ability of a bird to carry a coconut. A swallow. A Northeastern swallow or a French-European? Right. I forget well, how it goes. Weight ratios. <laughs> oh, God, it smells good. Oh, Going to couch. All right. Keep trying to pawn off like half of each one of these cans on my wife, and it's not happening. <laughs> I feel like I need to do later. It's a good thing she likes beer. My my wife isn't into beer so much, so no. it's difficult. I keep I keep going to these uh, weekend releases and bringing all this beer home, and it's just like, great, now I have to drink it all. Right, yeah, even four bottles or four cans adds up pretty quick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
I can drink a surprising amount of beer every week, and I've I've learned. I think that is the most surprising thing. Is like the very next weekend when I think I've got all this beer, it's like no, actually, I've got some room. <laughs> Somehow we got yeah, we got rid of a vegetable crisper in our fridge, just to uh, just to keep some space in there. Does anyone I've, really need a vegetable crisper? I've got I mean, small, there's those like, like three days a week. I try to be healthy. Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I love. I love like the uh, like when you go for a run. Like there's the calorie burn counter, and you're like, yeah, I went for like a mile and a half run. I burnt like a beer off. Of, <laughs> right. You're like, oh, well, that was terrible. That was not worth it's it. The, it's the the joy of working at a brewery is just constant physical labor, yeah. and it yeah, you know it's not like I you know I don't have to motivate myself to go out on a run. It's just like all like right, a, I'm gonna go like, to work. You're like the drummer of a metal band. You know? Yeah. Uh, you're just constantly moving. Yeah. I gotta finish the uh, that that double helix is very good. Really Thank you. Good. Yeah, I'm I'm super happy with that. Is that going to be barrel aged too? Yes, yes. We got the double helix in, in barrels. We've got the Splunkenheimer in barrels, and we've got we probably won't get to it tonight, but we've got the Refuse to Evolve in barrels. Was that the other one you gave us? Yes, the quad, yeah. the quad Belgian. Quad, yes. We might yes. not get to it on the actual podcast, but we'll probably get to it. Okay. Sure. Yeah, and then we've also got. I'm super excited about it. We've got a Imperial Oktoberfest uh, that's going to go. Where's the breaking news, Lewis? In like, probably at the end of this week, uh, it'll be in rye barrel. So I'm fingers crossed because that should be a quicker transfer. Uh, we'll be able to release that in October. Nice. So that should be super good. So it's like. That's nine point five percent right now. Um, oh, it's going to be. That's not a thing I've heard of existing no. before. Yeah. <laughs> is that a style? Uh, I, I like think, a made-up style. Uh, Avery used to make one. Maybe they still do. Called what was the, f- the Kaiser? Yes, I remember that. I didn't know yeah. that's what it was. I can picture the yep. label. Yeah, I can. I can picture the label on it for sure. Multi nine point five percent lager. Yeah. Speaking of thin- rye barrels. Speaking of yeah. Thin Man bottles, I don't know how many of these exist, but Rudy, oh God. this looks familiar. Yeah! <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a ghost bottle. Where, did I give that to you? Did you win Apple that? Apple Brandy Barrel Imperial Stout with Vanilla, 13-ish. Wow. Ish. Is that ish. what it says? Ish? I think ish. that I brought... Did you... Were you at the Hopfest? No, I, I had my 40th birthday party at Thin Man Umwood. Yeah. Ah. So and I think presented this to me, I, and I don't. I have. Yeah, I have two cases of that. What I think is that beer in the basement at Elmwood. I brought a few bottles of it to Hop Fest this year at Old First Ward, oh, uh, and I was sharing it around. We were there, by the way. But I didn't. I didn't label it when I put it in the cooler at Elmwood. Now I've forgotten what exactly it yeah, is. This just so I, think that, I mean, that's a fancy label, man. Ish. Just for you. I remember that. Yeah. You were up in the third floor and it was incredibly hot. I apologize. It was like yeah. 185 it was hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was ungodly hot up there. Yeah, but I still, I still have that. So. Yeah. All right. I like how you put the masking tape on a bias there. It was very <laughs> elegant. Like, well, someone else, <laughs> like, it was some super fancy brewery who had done that pretty recently and i was like i can be fancy too i can write in sharpie on masking tape style this this the coconut in this beer i got coconut to me tastes more like is that a chunk of coconut yeah i have chunks of coconut that That won't happen again 
I got, I got some coconut. coconut it's cool. Yeah. I'm okay it with it. Like, oh, just, yeah. It tastes more like the coconut you would get like in a coconut candy bar or like a dessert pastry rather than right. like the typical kind of coconut beer flavor. So there's, I mean, I Jenkins is coconut. incredibly sweet. Um, and then, so this was made in, in, in the worst of weeks uh, during this whole thing where the entirety of the production staff was myself and Ryan. And I love Ryan, but we, uh, if we have our normal staff of six, we're understaffed and we were trying to run two places with, with just myself and Ryan. So, um, on the second floor of Chandler, there's a, uh, an event space and there's a catering kitchen up there. So Ryan and I went up there and spent six hours toasting, and 250 pounds of coconut um which was just like it's one of those things that starts out and you're like this is going going great it's gonna go super fast be super easy and then by the end you just want to shoot yourself because you've been doing the same <laughs> tedious task forever um so fresh toasted coconut and then what was the rate in that it would have been 225 ish pounds in like 900 liters, because why not mix metric and standard? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's say it was 100 kilos and 900 liters. So a That's little bit over a kilo. <laughs> We're all American. That's not helpful. 10 liters. Yeah, but it's so much easier to divide by 10. It is. Um, yes. True. No, it's true. Yeah. No, you're very right, but we're all American. We're it was not. an awful lot of coconut, basically. Um, yeah. So it was it was toasted, and then the beer was put onto it within like an hour of, of finishing toasting. So I'm still working on this double helix, but, but I poured the coconut uh, Jenkins into the glass and I, and, I, and I first smelled it and I got almost nothing off of it, but it's been sitting here for a couple minutes warming up. And the more it right. warms up, oh, the bigger that coconut, the coconut comes. Just pops. Yeah. Like not, like not, not suntan lotion coconut either. No, like, thank you. Like raw coconut. Yeah, roasty. Like, just, like well, he just told you it's not raw. To, well, fresh, fresh coconut. Right. Fresh not, not, Like real coconut, I think is what you're saying. Not I think like, so, yes. Yeah, not right. like chemical coconut. Yeah, when I when I say it smells like, like an Almond Joy, like I mean that in like the most complimentary way possible. Like that, that's what, I appreciate that's, it. Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's a lot of chocolate, obviously, coming off the beer already, and then it's just intense coconut. Yeah, because there's there's like what I think of as tasting oh, like coconut, and then there's what I think of as coconut beer flavor, which somehow is like a different thing. I don't know. Like, I think that like what you do, like what you do to the ingredients, makes a huge difference, right? Like, so if like if you go to Wegman's and you buy coconut flakes and you chew on some, whatever, they're fine. But then if you throw them in the oven at 350 or 400 for a few minutes until they start to brown up and then you chew them, that's where you get this character from. You get that kind of, I, I don't even know how to, it, where you get that coconutty character from um, as opposed to kind of that It's like raw, more, It's almost like candied caramely coconut. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're definitely caramelizing a bunch of sugars in there for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a different sort of flavor for sure. Yeah, oh. it is. Um, 
I got a buddy who works uh, for a company up in Canada that sources ingredients and he sells pre-toasted coconut flakes. And I definitely reached out to him after this and I'm like, I need you to send me a sample because <laughs> this is great, but this was far, far, far too much work. Yeah, so we yeah. ended up with, I want to say 60 cases of this. So to do a big batch of this would be literally days and days and days of people standing in front of ovens, toasting stuff. And that's just not, not a feasible thing. Yeah. No, but the beer, I mean, the, the, the end product is. is oh yeah. It turned out awesome. I'm really happy with it, but it's. Yeah. it's that, no, I mean, that this rivals some of the best like pastry ridiculous stouts I've had anywhere. So. Well, thank you. I oh, agree. Yeah. I haven't even tasted it yet. I'm just smelling it. <laughs> Yeah, I could. I could just. I could just. Like, <sighs> and as some coconut definitely made it into cans. So, oh, yeah. sorry oh, yeah. about that. Well, I love the, the coconut chunks are the best part. Yeah, <laughs> I like the bonus coconut chunks with <laughs> brewed with real live coconut chunks. Who doesn't right? like a really chewy stout? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so chewy you can actually eat it. Feel bad for whoever decides to shotgun one if that happens to get caught in their throat. <laughs> there you go, Mark. Uh, Mark, that's, I, Mark, that's for you. Shotgunning 12% uh, here. I don't is, think. Uh, not, not tonight. No, you sure? <laughs> you say that, that now. That person Mark. likes to live dangerously. So. You say that now, Mark. Maybe, Maybe later. Yeah, Brian's chewing. That's awesome. Literally chewing coconut after that sip. Tremendous. That is probably one of my favorite beers of the quarantine so far. Yeah, oh my god, that's so smooth. This is really good. Good. Ah. Oh man. I'm not yeah. The good thing I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> uh, give me your keys. Yeah. Come on. Give yeah, me your Scott, keys. Put your keys like in the bowl. Yeah. I can't even be trusted to get up the stairs. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> no, that's one hundred percent true. Good. Yeah, we got to get knocked himself unconscious a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for putting me on the podcast. <laughs> you should see the other guy. Ah, nice. I bought That's some a, of this last weekend, and I haven't tried it yet. So, I'm pretty sure I cut last. most of that out. Did I cut? I thought I cut most of that out. Did I not? Most, most of what? About what? you, your, your little exploration into your stairs. Oh yes, my my uh, my physics experiment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I confirmed Rudy that uh, an object in motion will continue in motion until it's uh, acted upon by an outside force. All right, and, uh, that two two objects cannot uh, occupy the same space at the same time. Well, you seem to have survived. So I have. Yes, yeah, it was a. It was. A, it was a not unscathed. It was a hell of a night. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. The hell of a night, <laughs> Rudy. What's the? This is a stupid, like, kind of interview type question. What's the one brewery in the United States you've never been to that like would be on your list? Like, oh, I like that. I just limit. I'm the gonna United give you a. I'm gonna give you a cheater answer. Um, I would love to get out to Sierra Nevada in California. Mm -hmm. uh, the Sierra Nevada in. Uh, North Carolina is the most amazing Willy Wonka place I've ever been. Yeah. Uh, and I would imagine that the one in California is, is equal or, or yeah. more impressive. Um, just absolutely. Just, just absolute perfection. Um, 
Yeah, that's 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 it. That's, that's a cheater answer. No, that's a... Mark. How well, about it's you? A, it's a cheater answer because I've been to like their East Coast location, right? So, mm-hmm. how about you guys? Where would you like to go that you haven't been? In the U.S. Uh, there's so many places I haven't well, been to. Where so. have I not been? Also, I came up with a better idea for you, Mark. So, no. I would say I would say Jester King because I've kind of been to Sierra Nevada. I was I thinking Jester, Jester King, King too. I, Jester I've actually, King. I've, I don't mean it. I've actually been to Jester King twice. No, I know. That's why I said, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of yeah. That that's my kind of it's idea. Kind of played out and all, but yeah, that's, yeah. Um, I would love. I've never been to Russian River. I think that would be really a good time. I want to get out to Heretic. Yeah, I drove past Russian River once. Mm-hmm. We were out there for a buddy's wedding that happened to coincide with uh, San Francisco Beer Week. And we went up, we were staying with some friends who have a place in Napa. And I was like, we have to go to Russian River. And there was a line of people standing in the rain. I'm like, nope, nothing yeah. is worth standing in the rain. No. no. For me, it's always like, there's got to be a reason. Like, I got to be able to sell it to the wife because she doesn't drink mm-hmm. beer. So there's got to be... You know, are we going to California? Are we going to? There's got to be another reason to get there. Otherwise, I'm never going to get there. <laughs> Selling things to the wife, she's going to give me a nasty look because she's sleeping on the couch <laughs> over there. But that same trip, we were uh, we were in Napa, and they have this like public market that has a whole bunch of vendors set up, and um, it's mostly prepared foods. But one of one of the vendors was field work. Uh, and we had a bunch of beers at field work, which were great. And then we left and someone had stashed a six pack of hair, like, like two cans out of a six pack of heretic IPA in the bushes. And she <laughs> retrieved it and held it above her head, like some giant trophy that she had won. Was it very, like very an Easter egg hunt or? Yeah, it was, was like an Easter egg hunt. I don't know. I have no, my guess is like they were going to the market and had, like stash their beer in there thinking they couldn't bring it in or something. I don't know. Uh, But uh, Heretic IPA, yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Speaking of Russian River, Rudy Mundus, when did they bottle Pliny the Younger? This year. This year was the first time they did that, yeah. I I was at, it was at um, the, uh, the, the Buffalo Beer Geeks Festival at Resurgence. And someone came up to me with a five ounce taster between sessions and was like, Oh, this is the younger. And I was like, you mean, I was like, I'm, I'm like mansplaining it. I'm like, no, clearly. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, really. And then I walked yeah, over and saw the bottle. I was like, Oh, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's this year. I think Yeah, early this year. Right. Rudy? Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good right now, guys. I'm hoping for, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm hoping for, Coconut chunks. I'm I'm dumping the rest of the can. I'm hoping for not coconut chunks. I'm kind of <laughs> he feels left. But, he you feels know, left out. Shit happens. How do you get a coconut chunk? Yeah, I mean, where's my chunk? Oh, dang it. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry, Mark. There's, There's no, no toy at the bottom of my cereal. Speaking of Jester King, have you? I mean, not speed of Jester, but like, have you had any of the stuff from Pantomime Mixtures? I have. I think they're doing some awesome stuff out there. Yeah, I really um, do too. I know they're so like obviously that's kind of their model, but yeah. Um. <laughs> we went out there so ryan the the head brewer over at elmwood got married last summer late last summer uh and his wedding was at 
a brewery on the other side of Seneca Lake whose Vine. name I what's that? Vine. Climbing Vines, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Awesome, beautiful, picturesque. So we, my wife and I went up there and I was like, we're taking off Friday. We have a nice romantic night in Watkins Glen Friday. And then we're going to go to the wedding Saturday and then we'll come home Sunday. Uh, so we went and started on the west side of Seneca Lake and hit up Lucky Hare. And I'd met those guys. They had done an event. At, oh, Lucky Hare uh, is amazing. Yeah, Coulter, met those guys, hung out there for a while. And then they're right around the corner, more or less, from yeah. uh, Pantomime Mixtures. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let's go here. I hear they're doing cool things. And then we'll go find a great place to eat in Watkins Glen, blah, 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 blah. So pull up Pantomime Mixtures, and they just have a big glass door. And I get out of my car and Ange gets out of the car with me and we start walking and I see Mike Cook through the glass door yes. pointing, <laughs> screaming, Rudy! <laughs> and then we sat at Pantomime Mixtures and drank for like six hours. Uh, so it was not quite a romantic to... night that we'd hoped it would be, but I mean, it was romantic with Mike Cook. <laughs> well, I want that. I went to, I went to uh, Pantomime Mixtures and the bar is the... One of the brewers is like, "Oh, where are you from?" I'm like, "From Buffalo." He's like, "You don't want you know my cook," and I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> He's like, "He was here yesterday." I'm like, "Oh, right, yeah, fair enough." <laughs> yeah, but no, their beer's great. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I know they're doing delivery. I gotta get some stuff. Yeah, we we put it. We got some stuff delivered a couple weeks ago. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. It's a cool, I mean, any, anyone doing a kind of idea like that, like just kind of lean into a particular style or just, yep. Know, so. yeah. Yeah, no, and I've, I've really enjoyed, like I said, the stuff that I've had from them. Yeah, I've got a bottle of a raspberry, I think it's a raspberry sour yeah. in the, uh, in the, pan, in the uh, cellar that I brought back. Because Rudy, you would know this, like, the pressure when you, you know, these new places open, you know, I don't want to name any names, but like they want to have like 14 beers on, right? They want to like, here we have everything. And a place like that is like, I went there maybe six months after they opened, they had two beers on. It was like, right. Yeah. It was like, this is our, it was like a, whatever. It was like a sour and a dry hop sour. It's like, this is our, these, so. yep. But I mean, obviously, like the business model is tough in that situation. Like, you have yeah, it's, I mean, oh, it's coconut. And then you don't have, like, someone, 90% of people walk in there and they're like, what do you mean you don't have either an IPA or a lager? Yeah, they like, may have had, I think they had actually that first time they had a Lucky Hair guest tap on. Maybe they had okay. a whatever, right. or something. But, but yeah. Yeah, so, no, that's, that seems um, like a very difficult thing to do. I, oh, I, I mean, I hope they're doing well. I think they're doing well. Yeah, I think the beard's great. But um, to 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 do that and stick to it is, I mean, even Blue Monk for the first number of years still had blue light, right? Like, there's only so much you can expect of people, and then you have to be like, all right, fine, whatever. You can yeah, have this right. thing, whatever. Um, but no, it's exciting that, that there's people out there doing that around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blue Monk. R.I.P. Yeah. I miss you. <laughs> I miss the monk. Yeah. Who doesn't? 
Did, wait, did we hear a story about where the chalkboard is? I feel like someone told us a I don't know. story. Where the Blue Monk chalkboard is? Is it still in that whatever the fucking 40 Thieves place is or something? 40 Thieves. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I feel like it might have just been a frame around like chalk paint. I really don't I don't remember. I like the idea that someone is just using it. Yeah. Like it's in their houses or groceries. Yeah. They're Someone's using it as like their their list of people to kill. <laughs> yeah. Mark Jow. <laughs> Nobody wants to kill Mark. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Mark. Oh, wow. It's secretly Paul Marco's kill list. That's what it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see that. I can see that. Right. <laughs> Have you Sorry, seen Mark. that? Am I on that? I want to know. I've been giving him beers recently because he lives a few blocks from me. So I hope I'm neat. You better watch out. He's on, you might be on his list. Yeah. Just keep giving him beers. It's going to be okay. <laughs> no. I was going to say nobody you lives. Yeah. Jesse, how are you feeling down there? Yeah, I'm feeling okay. Yeah, this, right. this beer, Think of that like, I don't know if it's Billy Madison or some Adam Sandler reference. I'm like, I'm glad I made friends with that guy. <laughs> Billy Madison. <laughs> it's all going to be fine till we stand up. We'll be okay. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And I blame this all on Rudy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all Rudy's fault. That was my plan, man. I mean, I'm I could have given you a bunch of low ABV beers, but I'm not that wouldn't be as much fun. But Rudy, has anyone done a sort of peanut butter coconut Jenkins mix? That sounds interesting. It sounds like we could get Phil to do that, but I'm just wondering if that could be good. I don't know if those two flavors go together. I I have to find out, right? Yeah, I I have a peanut butter whiskey that I thought you know what would go great in this is that peanut butter whiskey, but I didn't want to I didn't want to bastardize it on the podcast. I don't don't think it's fine. I don't think peanut is the peanut in the pina colada. No, (laughs) that Scott, that peanut butter whiskey, (laughs) if it's the one that I'm thinking of, is pretty great. It yeah, was It was just one of the dollar bottles at the register. I I drank way too much of that at my at Good Bar at my last uh, birthday get together. I drank a lot of peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> I haven't had it in a while, but I remember it being it's it's more like a butterscotch. It was I remember it being flavor. I've not had it since, but yeah. I love that you drank a bunch of peanut butter whiskey at Good Bar. That makes yes. me so happy. <laughs> yeah. There's a time where they had like every flavor of Pinnacle vodka. Oh yeah, and they were so f- terrible. Yes, but you oh, gotta man. you gotta sell drinks to college girls. So no, you do whatever. <laughs> I like one of my one of my favorite memories forever ago when uh, I think it was before Bobby owned the place when he was just running it, uh, and they just started doing those prepaid cards. I was like, how the f- do you let us buy stuff? Because at that point, they were 25 bucks. How do you let us buy beers for 250 And he's like, I sell so much PBR on Fridays <laughs> and Saturdays. Yeah. Like, I lose money when you guys use these cards on some things. <laughs> but, oh, it was Rolling Rock, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, Rolling Rock. These things, but just works out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we used to go there for like 50-cent Rolling Rocks, 25-cent Rolling, rolling Rocks. And it's like, how are you making money off of this when I'm buying like, like ten Rolling Rocks all at were once? Were they eight ounces? Were they sixteen ounces? They were twelve. Were I they think twelve? We were talking about it. I think it was a ten ounce. 
it was 10 yeah, ounces for 50 cents. Pounds, but then if you wanted to just get like 20 ounce, or no, it was 10 ounces for a quarter, but for convenience sake, if you want to get the 20 ounce cup, it was 75 cents. Yeah. Okay. So we we go to, to Goodwill in 2002 with yeah. $6 and just. Yeah, you get wrecked. <laughs> yeah. For like 10 bucks. We used to do like Tuesday nights at uh, Broadway Joe's. And it was no, Broadway Joe's over on Main but Street. But it was, it, was, uh, it was open mic and it was quarter draft. I forget what it was like two bucks to get a pitcher or something like that, or four bucks to get a pitcher, and it was just wow. so much easier. Brian, um, the last time we were at Broadway Joe's was Slaves on Dope. Yes. And they didn't pay them. They, they, they pay shut them. down the show to uh, start some kind of rap show. Yeah, they didn't pay them. I've been sharing some of the beer with Becca, so I'm going to open that last can. All right. I didn't sure drink. Sure, you didn't. I think she's. Got, I think she's like three beers, but she has like three five ounce. Yeah. <laughs> You're not sharing it. You're just getting rid of half of the right, can. Yeah, ex- yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of half full cans here. It's okay. Sorry, Mark. It's cool. So I don't so have tell a us fit about- here. So I'm gonna go get. I ha- I got Windy Brew. I got a keg from Windy Brew today. I'm gonna Shit, go grab a glass of that. No, sorry, that's cool. I didn't get it. What? What? Now, this coconut Jenkins is amazing, but it's not amazing Jenkins, so I don't know what to call it. Uh, <laughs> is that a play on words? Was that a, like a little riddle? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's going downhill. It's going downhill fast. <laughs> Good. Uh, That's where it gets fun, man. So I'm going to get some Windy Brew is what I'm saying. I'll be right back. All right. All right. So, uh, Rudy, what the, the last beer you got for us? Some yeah. of us will get to us. Some of us won't. What What is it, and what do you, you want to tell us about it? So it's a um, it's a Belgian Imperial Brown slash Quad slash kind of thing. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. So it's 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 nice. It's strong. It's caramelly. Um, again, that was another beer that was brewed to go into barrels. Um, it's a lot of raisin and kind of tobacco going on in it. Uh, just, you know, again, not a style of beer that is super sexy in today's marketplace, but something I think that's really going to shine coming out of barrels. Um, really, really excited for that. We need to do this again when all these come out of barrels. Yeah. I love that. I I love that description. You know, uh, when I like to describe like a good scotch or something, like the, the, the terms and the descriptors yeah, that come tobacco. up sound terrible, like tobacco and leather and like yeah. all these like kind of earthy kind of right. dirty sounding uh, 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 kind of descriptors come up, but they're, they're the best. The old things are the best things. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, it's not. It's not an exciting hazy IPA. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes things that aren't exciting hazy IPAs can come out, and it's yeah. it's also exciting to see what people are into. You know, I mean, we've done a handful of loggers lately that people have really grabbed onto, which yes, has been please. exciting. More, um, you know, the, from from like something fruited like the grapefruit pills to the awesome marketing of the Joe Exotic to Band of Gold to you know whatever. It's just it's been it's interesting to kind of like poke into some directions that other breweries aren't poking into and see what people are willing to buy are willing to drink um because you know 
certainly there's a large world beyond Imperial Stout, Fruit Sour, and Hazy IPA, but that's but you got to make to pay the bill. So great, but there are people out there that are that want something different. Yeah. Speaking of just like sort of describing beer, the first time I ever went to Abandon in Kiyuka Lake. Yeah, they're in that like old barn overlooking the lake. Yeah, the place is beautiful. Beers are so like, you know, it was pretty quiet. I'm talking to the, I I think I was by myself with some of those bartenders talking about these beers. Every time he walks away, I'm like getting like a lot of like sort of grass and like sort of earthy notes. And then the bartender comes back and he's like, yeah, sorry, I, I overheard you. There's like a chicken farm right next door. So you're probably just <laughs> downwind of the manure. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, all these beers are really like, they're really earthy and like, it's okay. like, oh, it's the chicken farm next door. Yeah, sorry about that. Nice. Barn door was open that day. I have a similar story. Uh, I went there and I tried some of the beers and I'm like, man, why do these all smell like wet dog? They <laughs> <laughs> were like, oh, there's a wet and then I realized that they have this, I think it was a golden retriever. Yeah. And it was raining that day. Uh-huh. And I was, I was, I'm yes. an animal lover. What can I say? So <laughs> I was giving him a good pet and uh, kind of influenced my tasting notes, I guess. Good. <laughs> it's on untapped now for everyone to see. Scott, you're on the double. You're, you're on that already? My apologies Ooh, to them. How about what? <laughs> Dude, he's got a staircase or something to meet. I don't know what's going on. My damn it, staircase. Though. No, I gotta, go, I gotta go through the full, uh, the full body here. So. Rudy, do you have a personal favorite beer you've brewed at Thin Man? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, there's definitely a bunch of favorites. Um, I don't think I could pick just one. Um, I think. Uh, Certainly the, the Sauvage Alliance, the collab with New Belgium was, I fucking love that beer. It was yeah. crazy, crazy good. Um, I think, uh, oh, I don't even know. There's, there's a whole bunch of delicious things. I don't want to, I don't want to pick no. just one or you two. Guys, well, we'll just say Sauvage Alliance. We'll say that. Yeah. You guys have a favorite Thin Man or like a. Yeah. What do you guys like? Ooh! Wow. What have you liked? Wow. Okay. Um, I, I well, actually know. What have you not liked? And please be honest. What have I not liked? Yeah. I. You're always so glowing. I know you get bad beers. For me or other people. So what have you not liked for me? We do. We do. Huh. I, I'm like hmm. one of the only people that doesn't like the like, whatever the super fruited minky boodle is. Whatever that is, like. The double fruited. Oh, yeah, that was good. Like, I don't, that's not, I'm just like, I, I remember having it, like, I remember the first day and I was like, this is too thick. Like, I don't really like this. So, I would, I, here's a virtual hug. Oh, <laughs> uh, I remember, like, I remember being in there that day and I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't really like this. This is kind of weird. I know everyone's excited about this. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't I mean, Minky Boodle is not a beer I'm going to, gravitate toward like um, right. i'll obviously drink it but like that would be very low i'm gonna buy nine four packs of paint in town brown before i'll buy one yeah. mickey boodle 
Um, so, got real awkward when I said, "Tell me what sucks." What have you liked? No, no, like what? <laughs> no, I, got, I, I just got to look it untapped. I just, I just did. I looked it untapped. I'm thinking I like, like, go ahead. Like beers that I'm like looking, like I've been looking for. Like glowworms is okay, but like I'm, I'm saying to myself, like, where's Kitar Bears? Kitar Bears, Ooh, look at this was guy. Great. Kitar Bears, right? Oh. It was like that Lucky Charms kind of like. Aslan. That was with Aslan. Yeah. Aslan. Yeah. I, 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 I love that. I would, I would love to see that again. It was I haven't watch. given a single Thin Man beer less than four. Ugh, liar. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it was fun to watch, like, for Kitar Bears to watch, like, 40 pounds of marshmallows just dissolve in yeah. the boil. That was really, really exciting, or 60 pounds, whatever the hell it was. That was fun. I'm trying to think of a beer. Like, I, like, like, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of War Sombrero. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I, I don't, I don't love Kavik beers all that much i've had some great ones i've had some and ones but they don't super thrill me all the time um yeah yeah we're, I, I would have to agree with brian a war sobreros i was kind of like like some people were raving about it yeah. and i'm like it's it's not bad like I, I would drink this but it wasn't it didn't blow me you know it didn't blow me away but i've had far worse beers all right, good. What's the worst beer you guys have all ever had? Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. The worst beer. Can it would I, have to be. Oh, can I? I? Yeah. No, I don't want to say it. A... He's, no, no, just as long as it's not someone we all know, what's the worst <laughs> beer you've ever had? <laughs> no, it would be Do one you... of those. It'd be one of the. Uh, the Unless it's my homebrew. You can say shit. From I, had, I had an undrinkable local beer recently. Do you Whoa. know Drew Harden? <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Harden. Mark, you got to tell us. That's, that's a joke, of course. Of course. Yeah, you cut it out. Somebody has to have an actual answer. Otherwise, it'll be like, what's the worst no, beer no. you guys have yeah, ever had? Yeah. Hey, it's have a great fun. night, guys. Right, I didn't mean to paint actually, us into this corner. Here, here's a local funny. Do you remember the first batch of Resurgence did this like chipotle stout dude and they like went way over the top with the chipotles the first time around yeah i remember this is back in when i was still i was carrying my buffalo beer league mug around and i ordered it like i I love that though because i love that like it's a little you know it's a little hot (laughs) i'll be fine (laughs) it took me like an hour to get through i'm like i think this is a little too spicy and i remember going in the next time Whoever Jeff maybe or something, I was like, "Yeah, did you guys? Uh, how's that beer doing?" They're like, "Oh, the first time we really up." Like, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I drank a whole one of those." Like, oh, yeah. Dude, you know, you just take your glass into the bathroom, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then you know, yeah, maybe it's me. I always have expert opinion when a beer. Can- when I don't think a beer is good, I always think it's like I think it's bad. I think it's me. I'm like, ah, it's probably me. Can you guys do me a favor? Can I just ask uh, what the worst beer you've ever had was and just have five minutes of dead air on this podcast? <laughs> just do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, we'll be back music. <laughs> 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 to be uh, so the worst beer I've ever had 
there's two actually. Uh, both were in Toronto. One was um, a shitty light lager from Quebec called Heck, H E K or H E X, and it was just the most skunked, fucking cooked cabbage, terrible thing ever. Oh. Um, but the other was we used to get together for for tastings up there and just try to bring the worst thing we possibly could. Um, <laughs> three. One was uh, some sort of Italian themed beer that actually had a clove of garlic in every oh. uh, what every bottle, and the garlic just oh. came out like a fucking phlegmy shit thing. Um, oh, terrible. And the name also of my buddy, my buddy Tim, who I mentioned earlier about the, uh, he opened two Jenkins last night. He went mm-hmm. to some bodega somewhere in the falls and got the cheapest 40 he could possibly find. It was like Iron Man or Stone Man, some sort of man. It was wow. horrible. Just terrible, terrible, terrible Mount Lager. Terrible. Well, we did, uh, we, we did, uh, we, every year we do a uh, around the world beer tasting in November. Yeah, and uh, two years oh. ago, three years ago, yeah, I know where this is going. We've had some duds. Yeah, he brought a, uh, a, a, a flights essentially of Baltica beers from Russia. Yeah, and that holy, shit, that was like next level, like almost undrinkable, like like. Baltica, like they're they're not even names. It's just numbers. It's like Baltica right. two, Baltica three, Baltica four, and oh my god, those were. I think those were up there with some of the worst beers I think we've ever had. Like hands down, we still drank them. Don't don't get me wrong. We, yeah, we've had some we've had some duds in that in that yeah. annual event. Like yeah, we do a uh, Rudy. We do a we do a, I do a round of weird burp. Um, around the world beer night and there's actually a thing online it, instead of a random number generator it's a random country generator okay so you you tell me you, you're coming to the party i randomly give you a country and you have to bring a beer from that oh, country. that's a super good idea it's a so, great idea i invited next year i try to i try to eliminate the countries you're not going to find anything you know like africa is all one. You're not gonna like. Yeah, I got right. Africa one year. By the way. Yes, Mark did get Yeah, those those Afro loggers were brutal. They were yeah, bad. It just they had an elephant good. on the bottle. That was the only thing. Yeah. So I so try like, to limit it to stuff that you can find, but you never know what you're gonna get. You got to show up, and we put everything in a cooler, and we go through the countries, and we just drink. We drink rando beers from whatever country nice. you get. Yeah, so last year at the McKellar Copenhagen Beer Celebration, we were like a couple tables down. I, I wasn't there. Shasta went. Um, we were a couple tables down from the only beer made in North Korea. Uh, yeah. So they were pouring in. Oh. It's like some shitty fucking uh, light lager or something like that. Yeah. But there was just a line the entire fucking festival because who can ever drink a beer from yeah, North You're Korea? never going to get it again. Yeah, yeah. never, ever, ever. Yeah. That's kind of funny. That yeah, It's like the biggest line of the festival there, is from there was like a North beer, there, was a, there was a place at Shelton that was from like a... I don't Jordan know. or something? Jordan. Yeah, there might have been a beer from Yeah, Jordan. I remember. I can't remember what their name yeah. is. Oh. 
Vietnam. I think it was like a Vietnamese beer. There was yeah. like a South Korean beer. You know, that was yeah. Yeah, Jordan. Rudy, what was the what was the moment when you sort of knew that kind of Buffalo beer was like kind of I don't know cheesy like here to stay or like like there was a, I don't know because I said I always that I tell people that Thin Man story about seeing it on Zap in Toronto all the time but like is there a moment for you like even back in the CBW days where you're like oh crap like was it Wardy one like what I don't I don't know if it's a I don't know if there's a specific moment. I, I guess if I had to to pick a moment, so with CBW in like 2013 or 2014, um, when we won the – or came in second in the IPA challenge, the Brewing News IPA challenge. Make sure you rest the Brewing News. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. like, that was pretty awesome. Like, that was – and not just from like a, holy shit, this beer that we brewed – did this it was like it's a buffalo beer it's really cool but i don't think that i don't think it got a bunch of national recognition or that i don't know i like it's a weird thing where i think there's amazing 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 beer being made in buffalo i still don't think it's as recognized as it should be um i don't know how you necessarily fix that um everything grows exponentially and i came into the scene at a certain point but hanging out with you know the the guys at flying bison if you hang out with paul at flying bison or something like that and you know there's a a a meeting of brewers and he's like well you know back when back in the day this meeting we would have been able to have in like a booth at some restaurant that closed 20 years ago i don't fucking know Mm -hmm. um but just, just kind of watching things grow and watching more and more and more people show up where it's kind of grown from, you know, we all, we all kind of stand on Tim and Flying Bison's shoulders to where it is today yeah. where I go to – every time I go to a festival, I'm like, I don't know a bunch of these people and there's three new breweries I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Like that's – I guess that's how I know it's kind of here to stay because I don't know everybody, which yeah. is weird but it's also great to not know everybody. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know if that actually answers the question. No, 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 I get that. When it yeah. went out of control, is when it, yeah, when, it was, yeah. I knew it was here to stay. Yeah, like there used to be, you know, four years ago on a Saturday, I would just drive to Flying Bison. I would stop it. G. McCarthy's resurgence in CBW, and then I would just right. go home. And I would have all the beer that was produced in Buffalo. Like, sure. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. It took me, you know, two hours and fine. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you hit that next level when the room gets bigger. Yeah. Sure. And once, yeah. It's, it's not like beer, there's almost like beer districts. Where it's like, well, I'm going to be here. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. There, there was a time it's probably 10 years ago now, maybe, maybe even longer where it felt like you were on top of everything and and you could find all the new releases. And then all of a sudden it's Nope, not anymore. You can't get everything anymore. You have to pick and choose. And it's almost, it's almost at at that point in Buffalo now where, where you feel like, have you had the new release yet? No, I haven't made it out there yet. I, I, there's a lot going on. I'm, I'm picking and choosing my releases. 
Yeah. And it's getting more regional too. Um, You know, I think uh, people go to the places that are easily accessible to them and and to that, you know, the places they haunt the most and those become their places and those become the places that they stay on top of. But, uh, you know, for for me, I'm more like South Buffalo and I have no idea what's going on at at Froth. Um, I know what's Mm -hmm. going on at Thin Man because it's kind of more in the city. Chandler is kind of an extension of that. Right. You know, but uh, it's kind of regional in that aspect too. Like neighborhood, very neighborhood. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like there's little, like there's different neighborhoods in Buffalo with breweries. You got the old first ward, you know, then you got over by flying, you know, you got the, uh, over by flying bison, you got up on Elmwood. So it's kind of cool that we've gotten to, you know, that point. Yeah, it's it's great. It's weird. Yeah, but it's great. Yeah, it's great and weird. Well, yeah. It's yeah. like you've got your woodcock up north, and you've got your yeah, yeah, wood, yeah. Wood. <laughs> and like, you just anywhere, like you travel anywhere in the state, or even outside New York State. Like every town you go to has got a brewery now, so it's you know. Yeah. Right, which is yeah. which is radically different than 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, be like, oh, different I'm from 10 years ago. I'm somewhere I mean, in the Hudson Valley. I hope I can find a six pack from Captain Lawrence. <laughs> and now you're like, I can't walk without finding a fucking brewery. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Now I'm like running into stuff. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, just I mean, from when we started 10 years ago to what where we are now is just yeah, just an immense difference. World of difference, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we went from, you know, drinking beers in Brian's in-law's basement to, you know, just the local scene just exploded. I mean, you're still drinking beers in Brian's in-law's basement. Yeah, that hasn't gone away. They're just local. That's still a thing. It's a tradition at this point. (laughs) I grew up as a South Towns guy, too, but now I live in Chictawaga, and I'm so close to the heart of the city. And I've got all of those breweries that are yeah. just like right off the 190 and it's just all right there. And it's so easy to get to. And I'd love, I would love to move back down to the South Towns with you, Brian. You should. How would I get my beer? Yeah, drive, man. <laughs> we deliver drive. for at least the next few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. For the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Jesse, I live in Eden and I'm not, I'm not hurting for beer. So. Well, you have a special situation, don't you? Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, take it easy, boy. Anywho. It's uh, cheers to you. <laughs> it's been a little over two hours, guys. You want to wrap it up? Sure. We can let Rudy go to bed and Cool. I or like go to a house party with us, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Coconut Jenkins is treating me fine. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so smooth. Yeah. It's like a warm blanket on my body. <laughs> But in your it's mouth. a warm blanket on my brain. from the from the inside. Don't eat blankets. Yeah, hopefully Rudy, you had some fun. Yeah, Rudy. absolutely, it was awesome yeah, talking. Thank you so much for. I mean, we we didn't do shots of chimes, so that's... we could have, but no, we didn't. I, I can't. Do. <laughs> you know what I should have done for next time? I've got uh, a bottle. In the room behind me of uh, oh boy barrel strength will yes. it rye that we harvested out of the barrels that we got uh, so next time we do Whoa. this we'll 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 send an ounce or so to each of you 
Dude, and, uh, same time next week. Same time. <laughs> uh, maybe, so maybe I think next Drew drank all of this. I don't know how much is left in mine, but we'll get more barrels. <laughs> maybe next time we do this, we can be in the same room. So that would be very that would nice. Be fun. That would be great. That would be great. So we don't have to. Uh, yeah. Well, we we might need to Uber home, but you know. Well, there is that. Yeah, but uh, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it, guys. It thoroughly. So. Cheers, Rudy. Thank you. Hello, boys. Good times. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Rudy. He's still here. Yeah, so we're all still here. So we go. Did <laughs> I run away? What's going on? I run in the back. I gotta run. Through the back. <laughs> Oh my God! Are we going to house party now? Or? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we hit that point where uh, Scott's going to cut it. So it's it's free game right now. It's fair game. Whatever. All right. You, right. Let it loose. Oop! Mark is gone. Once again, thank you to Rudy and the Buffalo Beer League, and thank you for listening. Next week, we have Will Cleveland on from the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle, and we are talking Rochester beers. So look forward to that one next week. And I will talk to you soon. As always, check out buffalobeerleague.com. Check out the Buffalo Beer League on Twitter, at Buff Beer League, and at WNY Brews. That's my handle. And check out the Rearview Ramblers, who graciously allow us to use their song, You Can't Buy Beer With Condolences, as our closing theme every week. Find them at rearviewramblers.com. We'll talk to you next week. Because you can.